Cool. All right, dude. Well, uh, guys, welcome here. I guess I'll give us a countdown and then we can kind of like jump into it like we normally do. Uh, but this is our first ever live session. So thank you guys for being a part. Really appreciate it. And we're, obviously today's topic is going to be Starfield. So I'm going to give us a countdown, guys, and we're going to jump into it normally like we do. We're not going to be reading a bunch of chat, guys, like we normally would during our regular streams. Um, so if I'm not reading what you guys are saying or reading it out loud, we probably are reading it, like reading your responses and stuff. And I might mention it to Mike, but we're going to treat this like it's one of the regular podcasts. Cool. Cool, cool, cool. Can you right. show me? Uh, oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Let me scene. do that. Yeah, let me do that. Sorry. Start virtual cam. And turn on camera. Is that good for you? Mm-hmm. Cool. Thank you. <laughs> I wish I could show this to you guys so bad. Um, can I... Can I... Here, let me see if I can put this picture up real quick. Um... <laughs> what i showed you yeah so do you want to see the original too first yeah please oh wait could i just like copy paste this in i think i can't hold on oh my god let's go <laughs> <laughs> this was the original so guys this is uh if you guys don't know todd is basically mike's dad or like uncle kind of situation adopted um, so essentially Mike is, um, you know, he's a big fan of Bethesda. He's going to try to remain critical, but he's biased, obviously. Yeah. Uh, for obvious reasons. So, um, <laughs> what well, the original is with Chris, right? Yeah. 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 That's so good, bro. Yeah. Not Dude, anymore. It's crazy how different you look in this photo. Like, yeah, I was, uh, in shape. I had hair. Bro, I think you look better now now yeah Maybe. i think you look better now honestly okay well, i mean i'm glad somebody thinks it <laughs> <laughs> okay go guys here we go i'm gonna count us down <laughs> and we're gonna jump into it all right here we go in five four three two hello everyone and welcome again to the desync podcast today we're going to be talking about a very special topic i think everyone has been super excited about for a long time um, maybe you could tell by the picture that's hanging above us <laughs> in the background, but we're going to be talking about Starfield, Starfield, uh, what we thought going into it. What are our thoughts now? I'm about how, how many hours do you think you have into it, Mike? What do you think? Mm, 15, 15. Okay. I'm at yeah. like, I don't know, 25, almost getting close to 30. It's hard to keep track. And I would say a solid eight good hours like the i've i have not played a bethesda game in a long time and there was a lot of controls and buttons and like how does this work uh things that i dealt with that you know i sh probably should have just been not had an issue with but did end up having some like minor problems with just not because the game was bad just because mm -hmm. i'm stupid you know okay yeah, fair enough. I'm stupid too, so I totally understand that. I can relate. Um, so this is uh, not your first Bethesda game, though, right? No, it's... I played uh, Oblivion and I played Skyrim. Okay, but Oblivion's probably the only one that I played like a lot. I loved Oblivion. Like honestly, yeah. it was like probably one of my favorite games of all time. 
I think I liked Oblivion more than I like Skyrim, honestly. Agreed. I um, ended up putting Skyrim down. I thought it was not as good. I like Skyrim a lot, but Oblivion to me is like one of my favorite games of all time. I think mm -hmm. that Skyrim to me is just more of a game that I really enjoyed, but it wasn't, it wasn't qu quite as good. I don't, I couldn't tell you why, maybe nostalgia or what, but for me, I felt like, you know, going through the portals and going to these like crazy places that they were taking and they were invading and stuff. That the was kind of like, good. that was yeah. kind of like my wow moment. Um, and not only that, but then you also have Skyrim where the dragon comes in and you're like, holy shit, like I'm a part of this. Like I get to be a part of this like crazy storyline. Now, how are you feeling like based on, you know, you, you, we had these experiences. Well, how are you feeling about Starfield in that regard? Mm, I haven't had too many like wow moments yet, uh, but I've, I think like the first one that was pretty wild was like going to earth. I don't want to put do too many spoilers, but like the, the history yeah, we, of earth and what's happened to it. Like, mm. I don't know. Yeah, do we want to, this do we is a good deal question. Okay. So here's what we're going to do. We're I, let's, let's give, let's give no spoilers on yeah. major, like on the main quest line. So if you guys are listening, this yeah. is going to be a main quest line, no spoilers. However, yeah. we are going to insinuate things that happen. I have not played a lot of the main quest line, like at all. I have. You have. Okay. Yes. Okay. So without saying what you do, I've played a lot of the main quest line. I okay. think I, I don't know how long the main quest line is, but for the first 10 hours, all I did was main quest. Okay, cool. I've done a lot of side quests, a lot of exploring. I've worked yeah. on my base a little bit. It's beautiful. I've got two boxes <laughs> down on the ground. Nice. That's it. Um, nice. I was, I was, man, it was kind of hard because we, I had to make a decision of, do I want to go, uh, go to a place that looks really cool for a base or do I want to go to a place that Resource has resources and man, it was tough to find both. It was really tough. So I ended up going with a place that looked really good. You get like what? Eight bases. So, Oh, see, I didn't even know if there was a limit or not. That's what I was about to say. Like, does it matter? You maybe get more. I don't know. Like okay. maybe you can upgrade it later, but mm -hmm. as far as I can tell, Oh my God. Yeah. In the shipbuilding, dude, I suck ass at shipbuilding. I figured it I out. Figured, you figured it out? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. I didn't I told, figure it out. I, well, did, were you always getting errors and are like, what the hell? In that way? Or were you like, my ship sucks? I think that and it's the ugly look, or the ugliness, yeah. dude, the ugliness. Some people are already making some pretty incredible stuff. And maybe I just need to sink some more time into it. But yeah. I currently, I, I, I'm pretty bad at it. I need to sink some more time into it for sure. I'm not an architect. I'm not a ship designer, you know? <laughs> so I just started stealing my ships and it's worked out pretty well for me so far. See, like I haven't done anything. So I, I, uh, again, I, I did mostly main quest cause I was just like trying to understand what the hell's going on. Loot goblining like a maniac and being like, Oh my God, I can't even move anymore. This sucks. And like, let me give all my stuff to my partner and, and then, uh, okay, well, I want to sell this stuff. And so it was a lot of like chat. What do I do <laughs> when I was playing it on stream? Mm. Um, and, and so you like yesterday, I would say like, I was like, I don't think I'm going to stream this game anymore. Cause I was like, dude, this is so like, in a way I was feeling like this is 
not entertaining. I'm having a mm. great time, but I was like, wow, this is boring. I'm just going through the main quest. The main quest lines are, um, for well, whatever I've done so far, wasn't super exciting or anything like that. And, uh, I, I was just like, okay, it's, it's cool. Like the, for me, the, the, I was like, all right, I'm reminded of mass effect. Like I'm, I'm getting nostalgia vibes here from that. And I'm like, I'm enjoying the game. I'm going to play through the game and then I'll probably put it down. And then today, my plan with the stream before I went to visit my family was I'm going to base build and I'm going to ship build. That's mm. like my main focus. Okay. And then I was like, all right, I love this game. Like, really? I can't okay. Wait to play more. So, yeah. It's, it's so interesting because I feel like people have like a very different opinion on the, not, not maybe not a different opinion, but people are having different opinions. Some people mm -hmm. are saying you have to play the main quest line to, in order to have fun. And some people are saying you have to do more of the side stuff to have fun. And maybe it's just that you have to do both, you know, yeah, because you there's play. so many options available to you. Like I'm, like I said, 26 hours in and I feel like I barely scratched the surface on like what I can do and what I can explore. Um, mm -hmm. A lot of people are disappointed about the, what do you think about the, the artificial boundaries? Like the, how, bro, have you hit a boundary at all? No. And I think, and I think that that's the best decision possible. Like I know we're going to come at this at some point and we might as well just get right into it. Like sure. if let's do it. The, this is, so the comparisons of star citizen and Starfield. this is the one thing that I think you can make comparisons on. And wow, I wish star citizen did this because like a little bit of loading screens, maybe I'm like, I would have been okay with a little bit, and the idea of these tiles are something that you have to choose to fly to. And in that tile, you know, will procedurally, procedurally generate content that you, that you experience. Um, I, you can't really do that on a multiplayer platform, obviously, but the, right. the idea of server costs and client costs and where you are at the moment versus where, you know, the, the game thinks you are and, and and how much the server is is eating up is like, okay, like you can totally see Todd Howard and team looked at Star Citizen, went, yeah, no, you know, we're not going to do it that way. But, uh, and, and I know this is where you're going to go with it, so I'll let you take the, the reins after this, is it absolutely shows what Star Citizen does well. Yes, it absolutely does. And I think like it's a little bit um I'm trying to think of a kind of word here, annoying for people to come in and be like, "Oh, is this game better than Star Citizen? Is it better than Star Citizen? Is it better of than Star Citizen?" You can't make these comparisons. And yeah. here's why, right? Because although I do think there's comparable things in it, they feel mm -hmm. completely different. First of all, Star Citizen, even if it's not like a true sim, it's still a sim right? Sci-fi sim, whatever. And I think that's what Bethesda is trying to go for a little bit. But the times I feel the most immersed in Starfield is when I'm on the ground. The ship experience is not very immersive, to be completely honest. Like the ship combat experience isn't. And yeah, and the constant... Uh, all of it. All of it. constant loading screens. Uh, well, the interior of the ship, I think, is... Like, I think that's cool. I agree. I think it's amazing. And and the shipbuilding and the options that you have. Yeah. And the fact that you can go from like, all right, this was my ship five minutes ago to this is my ship now. And yes. that like, whoa, 
I have I can do all this stuff now with my ship. I didn't need to buy a new $750 ship in order to experience new gameplay. I just needed to add a new module to my right. ship. Right. Right. And so I think that you uh, it's a, a really great point. The, all you're saying is like they went for they traded immersion for gameplay is what they did. Right. They condensed yeah. it down. And I'm not saying like here's the deal is it's clear to me that star they Citizen, immersion to complete the game. Right. 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 And yeah. I think I think Bethesda actually could have done what star Citizen's trying to do. Really. I think they could have done it. Um, I, I really do. But it would have been. I mean, an, but listen, it would have been another 10 years. Yeah, it would have been another 10 years. Right. Right. Before I believe that. No, 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 done no. It What I mean is like the seamless exploration and atmospheric flying because if you guys don't remember star citizen the original thing was they were going to do cutscenes to land right yeah. that was the original promise atmospheric um so a lot of these things that people are wanting out of starfield because they saw it in a different video game i think they could have done it however um i think that it would have taken the game another 10 years to complete and so they chose let's cut corners in the places that we feel like don't matter to the sci-fi RPG experience. And that's where they did it, right? There's obviously a lot of very cool things about the game that are very immersive, very cool, very unique. I've been to probably 50 locations, 60 locations at this point, maybe more. Um, and I haven't seen a single copy paste, not a single one. Nothing looks identical so far. Mm -hmm. That's super impressive. I don't know yeah. about you. If you've seen anything that's like identical. I just started exploring a little bit right when I had to, right when I raided you today. So I didn't have too much, but every place I went to, like the one thing that I really appreciate, and, and again, making some comparisons that might not be too fair, is that like every time I landed, there was something to do. There was something on my radar scanner. Like if I go over there, I will experience something. What that is, I have no idea. And but I'm gonna go there and find it. W with you know Star Citizen, it's I know what I'm gonna experience, right? And it's nothing, you know. So it's like, and and again, it's not fair to compare complete game versus incomplete game in in so many sure. ways. And I don't want to. I don't want the whole show to be these comparisons. I. I I think it's I, all right to talk about, though, you know? Yeah, yeah, like, of course. I just don't want the whole show to be it. Absolutely. It's just the, the idea of, um, like, I'm able to enjoy both games for what they're really good at. And I just, I, I hope Starfield's out. If, you know, I don't expect, like, an expansion to, you know, um, uh, to Starfield. But I, but I do expect... There's going to be. Oh, for real? Yeah, that's what the $100 includes. Oh, shit. Okay, cool. Yeah, it includes the DLC. Yep. Nice. Okay, cool. So there'll be a little <laughs> DLC. But I don't expect, like, you know, them to keep building it out the way Star Citizen's doing it. I bought the $100 package so I could play it early. That was the only reason I got it. I didn't even look what was in the package. You bought the Fast Pass, bro. Well, no, you got the Fast Pass. Wow. The, <laughs> <laughs> the, uh, we can talk about that, too, because... Um, Let's talk about that for a second, because that that was demoralizing, not because you got it and I didn't. Yeah, it was uh, like I'm I'm always happy for for you and, and other people's successes. But it was like, damn, I was super excited to play this game both as 
a gamer and as a content creator mm -hmm. and the content creator part of like, all right, I got the early access. People are going to watch me. And then the, especially because you got it made it more difficult because you know how many viewers we share. We're very, you know, we, we share a lot of viewers. It's so true. my, yeah, my thought process was like, all right, well, I'll play the game at eight. We're all every every content creator is going to get the game at eight p.m. Eastern. It's going to be great, and we're just going to go, and it's going to be fun, and everyone's going to be able to watch each other. Uh, different people for you know different experiences, different ways that everyone's playing the game. It'll be great. And then when other people got it early, I was like, damn. So if I started eight eight hours after Burks, let's say, is the is the worst example for me personally, is. Everyone will have watched Burks play. Let's say Burks raids me at 8 p.m., which is probably not going to happen either way. If he really enjoys it, he's going to keep playing. Is they're going to want to watch me create my character? They're going to want want to watch me go through the tutorial? Of course not. So I think sucks. so. I think so. So what? So but here here was my original plan: is 8 p.m., which is my bedtime, by the way, 8 9 p.m. I was going to stream the game all the way through the night and into the next day. Cause I was super excited and I was like, I'm not going to kill my sleep schedule for this now because there's no content creator advantage at mm. that point. So I'm just going to wake up at my stream time and I'm going to enjoy the game. And I, let me tell you, it was great. I, I I'm happy. I made all those choices. It was great. I just enjoyed the game for what it was. I just pop in the game, talking to the game with people and I'm not feeling this any, sense of urgency as a creator or like i you know i had to get this video out or anything like that mm. like i know a lot of people experienced and i i might have soiled my experience and i'm glad it it didn't uh like how how was your experience obviously you got it early and things yeah, like that so i wasn't expecting to get a early access um from bethesda obviously uh you know i did i bought the the collector's edition well, actually, my girlfriend got me the collector's edition. Yeah, Super awesome. this is a funny story. Yeah, so <laughs> she gets me the collector's edition. And um, it's so funny, guys, because if I would have wanted to play, like, let's say there was no content creator uh, advantage, right? Like, you didn't get it early. It's a marketing thing is what it is, really. Like, yeah. they want people to tune into streams, see how the game looks, and they'd be like, I want to play that when that comes out in eight hours, six hours, five hours, four mm -hmm, hours. Mm -hmm. People get hyped and hyped and hyped, and they're like, I got to buy it. I got to buy it. That's what I think Bethesda is doing with that. And um, it worked really smart. well for them, I think. I think it worked really yeah. well. But so if I would have played, everyone gets to play at 6 p.m. CST, let's say. <laughs> My... My girlfriend got the uh, the collector's pack and it didn't come in until the next day. So I would have had to buy a hundred dollar copy. And it, yeah, it was a physical package. It's actually super cool. Here. Yeah, let's see it. First of all, I'm not going to show the How's side the that has the game key, but this is what it comes on. It's like a little credit stick. This is oh, what the key sick. comes on. And it's like it's like solid metal. Like it's not sick. like a little flimsy thing. It's it's pretty cool. So credit nice. sticks on it, or it has the key on it, which is really cool. And then I have the case here. I'll go get it. Okay. And uh, yeah, while he's there, I'll just say, you know, I I uh I wanted to so get this too. And got it was the sick. case. Ladies and gentlemen, hold the Zelda music. I hold were you worried about would you have gotten this? If she didn't get it for you, because I was worried about it after the Fallout seventy six drama. Maybe, um, you know, it's a space game. I love Bethesda. 
true. You know, this is actually, it's pretty sick. It's a really oh. high quality case. You get a little watch with it. You get uh, the extra band. You get the, um, you know, the little the patch. There's a, there's a, yeah, there's a, a watch charger in it and everything. So they so kind of. What does the watch do? Um, is it a well, smartwatch? Unbelievably, it tells time. Um, well, no I know shit, that. But I was just kidding. Is it a smartwatch? <laughs> At all? Uh, I don't think so. I literally haven't turned it on. Okay. So uh, I'll let you know when I do. I don't think it's a smartwatch. I'm pretty sure it just tells time, but looks really cool. Um, yeah. And I think it's just a collector's edition. I'm probably going to hang this on my wall, most likely. I mm -hmm. mean, the thing is, is like, dude, I've been, let me put it this way. I've been looking forward to Starfield since before I streamed. Oh wow! Or I was a, because they teased it long, long, long ago. Uh, mm -hmm. You know they had that the picture of the planet with the little satellite and the little like um, uh, satellite antennas and stuff. And I didn't know what it was, but um, man, I just knew I wanted to play it. And then after you know Fallout seventy six obviously had a bit of drama. Um, you know, it kind of killed my hype a little bit for it, but. As time went on, I was like, man, I need to play this game. I want to play this game. Like, we're getting more hyped. And then I saw the Xbox Direct, and my hype levels went to 11. Yeah. And that that's what set me off with yep. it. Yep. And so... I was done. Yeah, no, totally. Um, I think that's when I knew, like, I had to play this game. And I think that was it for a lot of people. Because I think, I think Bethesda really did a good job with putting love and time and care into this. And if you don't know, if you guys are listening out there, everything I hear, I haven't played it yet. And maybe I should to go give like an honest review, but everything I've heard from the game fallout 76 tells me that they're trying to redeem themselves from the community outlash that was coming from that game. Like people always tell me it's actually good. Now it's actually good. Now it's actually yeah, good. Now. People are, people are saying it's good. And so with that feedback, I would bet money that they're going to take the feedback they're hearing this week and they're going to use that to improve Starfield. I'd bet money. Um, are they going to make major changes? Maybe not, but I would bet that they're going to work really hard to continue to make the game really good based on that information. Um, Do you think the game needs any major changes? I think there are some things that I would love to see improved in the game. 100%. Like what? Um, but well, if it's spoiler free... Spoiler free, of course. Yeah. Okay. Um, the first one is, I think it would be great if there was better ground traversal. It doesn't have to be ground vehicles, but maybe if your jetpack allowed you to forward traverse faster, um, mm. that would be really great. Um, I don't foresee myself exploring all the ground locations by walking to the manually. Like I just won't do it. Uh, it, it is a lot of walking. It's a lot of walking. Um, that's probably my biggest critique so far. However, all the missions, all the side missions, all the um, places that I can jump to, all the content that I've wanted to do so far, I haven't had to walk to. So that's fine. There hasn't been much walking unless you want to explore. And maybe they yeah. wanted to do that to make it feel better. But if they had a ground vehicle or something that lets you traverse, and the cat's out of the bag now, right? Like it's very public knowledge that there are boundaries. So it's yeah. like, I, I think with that known i don't think they should be afraid to let people hit them you know just let the you know reins out a little bit give us the ground vehicle let us traverse get to these locations easier and i feel like that would make the experience a lot better um 
that's one of them. The other thing is the more I do space combat, the actually the more I like it. It's not too complicated. It's not too um it's did not you a space press sim. E to roll and get out of your seat. I did, bro, multiple <laughs> <Me> times. <too. laughs> multiple times. It was tough. Um it was so annoying. Yeah, absolutely. Super well, it's just like a muscle memory from Star Citizen, right? Yep. But I got used to it pretty fast, honestly. Um I think that modders are probably going to do a lot of work for the game, right? We could see multiplayer co-op for this game would be unbelievably cool. Not multiplayer, co-op, right? Yep. If we saw two people being able to play this game, the base management and stuff would go from being a 7 out of 10 to an 11 out of 10, really. Mm -hmm. Being yep. able to manage a base with someone else would be so fucking... Uh, this game would automatically be a 10 if you could manage a base with two people, 100%. Yep. Um, in my opinion, in my opinion, I'd be rating it a 10 if it was co-op. Uh, that being said, I'm trying to think of what else I could potentially want. I think that sometimes it's weird. The traversing in the cutscenes in space, I, w I would like to see maybe They're scuffed. So have you ever, the animations pressed... don't even look good. Yeah. The animations sometimes are scuffed for sure. Have you pressed um b whenever you're in the mission menu where it's like show me the location you know what i'm talking about where it'll like zoom no. out okay so if you if you're on a mission in the mission board and you press b on it it will say show on map and okay. it will zoom out and then take you to the place it's supposed to be um and then it will zoom back in on the place it's supposed to be and then zoom in again and then it will uh, allow you to set a location there if it did that, whenever you were like quick traveling places, I think that'd be better for context. Okay. Does that make sense? Yeah, I guess. I just think the uh, it, a lot of the traveling, it, you, sure, you can fast travel a lot more than I expected. One and two, it's very abrupt. It like, is kind of abrupt. Uh, you want the one thing that I feel like I'm missing is that you don't feel the sense of scale of the universe. You don't, that's for sure. And I don't want to feel the sense of scale that we get in Star Citizen. I in I don't I don't want that. No. I don't. But the cuz in this game if we had that scale this game would take a thousand hours to beat the main story quest. It'd be it would just be ridiculous. But the sure. the uh I want to feel more of a sense of scale maybe a slightly longer cutscene, maybe i i don't know but it that's a piece that's missing for me for sure and then inventory management is just such trash it, it it's very annoying it bothers me i don't know maybe i'm not used to playing a bethesda game or something what it is but I inventory it. management feels to me like it could use some work for sure especially the quick inventory uh, when you're hovering yeah. over stuff, you don't see stats, you don't see value, you don't see weight. Mm -hmm. That's a problem. Um, I'm sure they could fix that pretty simply. How uh, about like this modified gun? And it's like, well, how is it modified? That's true. Like, how do I know if I want to pick it up? Now it's like, ooh, it's a modified gun. Do I want to pick it up? What if you could just press Maybe. a button when you're hovering over a weapon in the quick select and it just like shows you the stats and stuff? Like that would be That'd perfect, great. right? That'd be yeah. great. <laughs> That'd be perfect. But the inventory definitely needs some work, I think. Um, there's so much space Did you get the on the DLSS screen. Mod? I didn't. Have you? Okay. Yes. It's 
so but for the inventory real quick before we talk about the dls stuff mm -hmm. um there's so much space on the screen and it feels like they only utilize the left side you know it's yeah. a little weird to me um yeah but, like especially if i'm transferring from one person to another yeah like or you know from me to my ship there yeah. it was just weirdly that part bothers me a yeah. lot <laughs> yeah i really struggle with that because i pick up everything right everything and uh so i get filled and i need to go back to my ship and i want to drop it off and it's just very unintuitive and weird yeah so. yeah do you think that a traversal should be more likely dangerous mm. i feel like that's what i was expecting honestly honestly like literally even after watching the xbox direct I didn't expect, so if you guys haven't played the game yet, this is a non-spoiler, don't worry. Uh, but when you jump to a planet, you basically just jump into a big box, right? You see the planet in front of you. Um, supposedly, someone tested this out, you can fly to the planet. I don't know if you just hit it or if like you fly through like a, like a, a sort of model or something that doesn't have a collision, mm -hmm. I don't know. But supposedly you can fly to it or get really, really close. Um, and maybe you can like land from there. I'm not sure if you hit a cutscene eventually. Um, that would probably be the coolest way to handle that, but it takes yeah. a long, long, long time. We're talking a <laughs> long time to get there. Um, but I think like, I wasn't expecting that I was expecting to be able to some, somehow like boost between planets is what I was expecting. Personally, I was expecting to be able to boost between like moons and planets and stuff. I don't know how, um, but I was just kind of expecting that also jump like QT or grab jumping in general just as a little clunky. I feel like I can only do it from my map. I know there's other ways to do it. I don't I just... know how to do it the other ways. So you have to like I was only able ever able to Q like I keep saying QT grab jump out of one combat situation ever. Mm. And I ran away for a long time and then I had a mission that took me to another place. But anytime you try to set a location while you're in combat, it says cannot fast travel, cannot fast travel. So I'm like, how am I supposed to jump away then? Because I saw people jumping away during the Xbox Direct. That happened. Yeah. So yeah. I know it's possible. It's just a little bit clunky and unclear. Uh, so making that more clear, I think would be a huge improvement. But you mm -hmm. were going to say something. What about DS DLSS? Uh, yeah, but something, Maybe. something else potentially. I just, we were in the middle of talking about that. DLSS, ah, how is it? Yeah. It's good. Like I went from 50, 60 frames in, in one scene to a hundred, you know, yeah. by, by going to like 70%. So it's good. And I didn't see any weird issues. I had, yeah. So the, I got the mod off of Nexus mods and put it together. It was the first thing, first time I've ever used Nexus mods. Yeah. And, um, it was fairly smooth. It was a little, little bit of effort to make it work and, but it, it works. And I had, I've only had one crash and it was when I turned V-Sync off. So mm. I just leave it on. <laughs> v is better for streaming anyways, I think. I agree. Yeah, I was just playing around before streaming to see what it would do and what, you know, if I would get a performance improvement or anything. And no, and I just left it and uh, everything was fine. I, I heard people have been getting crashes playing the game and stuff, but no issues for me. I, I'm assuming none for you since they haven't been brought up yet. Yeah. And yeah, I mean, it's it's just been fun. I, I don't know. It, How buggy has it been for you? The only bugs I've seen is one, uh, like critter under the ground and one NPC stuck in collision. That's it. 
I've seen some small bugs as well. Um, it took me 19 and a half hours to get to my first game breaking bug. And let me tell you, it was pretty it was game, game breaking. breaking. It was bad. What I happened? had to go back. I had to go back. So here's what happened. Um, is essentially I, I murdered some people and, um, you know, I, I, this was supposed to be kind of a bad guy playthrough for me. I wanted to do okay. something that was a little fresh. Maybe not a lot of people were doing. Usually people play like neutral or like kind of the good guy. Um, I'm playing I, so the I, good guy. Yeah, you're playing the good guy. Most people don't play the bad guy, so I figured it'd be fun. Um, however, I learned pretty quickly most of the side quests, some of them do, but a lot of the side quests do not give you the bad guy option. Um, yeah. Yeah, and so basically you have to kind of just like be like, well, if you're paying me, I'll do it for you, right? Like that's kind of how you're swinging it. But um, what happened to me was I robbed a uh, a bank ship and it was loaded with credits. Mm. Um, you know, I took down, it was a much higher rated ship than me, like 30 levels higher. But okay. I was able to sneak up on them and take out their engines and board them. Um, and so I get on board, I steal all the credits and then I have a 60K bounty on me, right? And so I'm like, all right, guys, let's go find out what prison's like, right? And so <laughs> I go to the prison cutscene, nothing happens. Like, I'm just, I'm just stuck there in front of these two guys. Nothing's happening. I wait 10 minutes, nothing happens. I wait so 15 minutes, prison. nothing happens. Yeah, literally. But it's just like, it, clearly there's supposed to be a, like a mission or a cutscene or something. So I'm like, okay, let's reload. And then I'll try to turn myself in somewhere else. Right. Mm -hmm. um, I'm on my way to go turn myself in and I get this bug where I'm anytime I switch into first person, which is how I play. I play only in first person. My game would freeze. And what I mean is I as a character would freeze, but everything else around me would be moving. I was suspended in air if I would jump. It was so weird. Right. I switched to the third person. I'd fall. It's super weird. Really, really weird bugs. Um, and then I try finally turn myself in again because i'm like maybe this will fix it nothing happened right same thing yeah cut scene nothing's loading and so i was like i tried everything i tried to turn myself in a couple times didn't work uh one time i tried to turn myself in and as i was being arrested this is so funny because this happens in star citizen too but as i'm being arrested i'm being shot by the other security guards who aren't who i'm not talking to so i'm just like okay cool i died and so I just ended up having to reload before I went onto the bank ship and then just said, all right, guys, we're just doing like kind of a neutral playthrough, I guess, because it's too hard to do a, a, mm, a bad guy sucks. playthrough. Yeah, it kind of sucks yeah. a little bit, but I haven't had any game breaking bugs since then. So okay. it was just that decision for some reason broke the game and I'm not really sure. Yeah, we can uh, we can make another Star Citizen comparison then. Prisons busted as hell as well. <laughs> Well, I guess I nobody really... can get prison right in a space game. Now, I did end up going to prison later on a different area. It wasn't the... So, there's a okay. couple of different factions in the game. I yep. got arrested by... Or I was trying to get arrested by the UC, which is basically like... They're basically the, the you know, the government, the UE, UE, UE. essentially. Yeah. And then I had like the, the Freestar Collective and they... That's where I'm from. Hell yeah, brother um i uh um, yeah yeah i uh i i picked neon street rat is what i did nice and i did wanted so people will show up and hunt me too okay. sometimes that's cool but um yeah i ended up getting turned in at the freestar collective that worked fine that worked okay. fine but it was sort of a different experience it 
on the ship or sorry whenever you get arrested by the the uc there's some sort of mission or something because you get a mission log when you go to prison and i don't I'm, i won't get to experience because again it just doesn't work for me i mean i could try that it again sucks. but yeah those yeah, have been the major before obviously so yeah those have been major game breaking bugs for me um other than that though it's like i reloaded before the bank ship decided not to rob them haven't had any issues since zero mm. issues i've done some I super cool missions ship. too that's cool yeah it was it was a it was a cult that they all drank the kool-aid and it was little juice boxes of orange juice and it was just dead bodies everywhere you couldn't take the ship you couldn't do anything with it but there were keys on the characters and you can like go and uh in the back room was all safes all safes that's cool and some of the keys would open the safes and then some of them uh you had to pick uh lock pick and yeah dude it's it was crazy i i lock picked all the lock pick ones and i did it all some of them were worse some of them dude. weren't it was cool though i think probably the coolest thing about my experience so far in the game is i'm 26 hours in or whatnot and i'm feeling like i barely scratched the surface Yes. That's what I feel like. Like when they described that, I was like, bullshit, this is marketing fucking trash or whatever. And then they're, they weren't lying. Like the, I feel, I don't know how I'm going to continue to stream the game and still be a Star Citizen streamer, right? Like there's just so many hours, like at least this playthrough, like maybe I just finished the main quest and like beat the game and then once a week pop on and play starfield and go through all the side bunch of side things and play around because like you can just walk by somebody and all of a sudden it's you know this whole new chain of things do you know what i really like is they must have watched or they must have played cyberpunk and learned some stuff from it because when okay. i get side quests i i feel like they're not intrusive at all in cyberpunk did you were you ever driving around it'd be like doo -doo 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 -doo, ring 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 oh i've got it you know oh do, wait, wait wait i can't remember did you play cyberpunk yet nope no you didn't okay but whenever you're playing cyberpunk it's like you're driving around and it'll be like ring 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 oh we got a side quest for you and then they hang up and then ring 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 we got another side quest for you and it's non-stop right yeah but in in starfield it's just like oh hey like you know, you're walking by someone and they mention something to you and it just goes like, oh, you have a new quest and then you can like press it and go into it. That was really nice. Um, I thought that, you know, obviously shipbuilding is really cool. Uh, you said you did a little bit of it. One of the yeah. things about shipbuilding that I, I personally don't know if this is true or not because I haven't done enough of it, but I couldn't figure out a way to take a part off one ship and put it on another. I only have one ship. Okay. So I, maybe I I'm wrong. To... Maybe it's something you do once you're at your base or something. Um, I, the, the thing is, is there's no way. So I don't think you can because I've tried to take a part off my ship and all you can do is sell it. There's nowhere to store anything. So this is a problem, right? Because huge problem. It's a huge problem that they need to figure out because personally, sometimes I, I steal a ship and stealing ships is awesome. Like it's so cool. Um, you disable someone's engines and then you press R and you can just board them. It's so cool. Like, I love it. And get this. If you guys are out there blowing up every ship you see, it's a mistake because there's two lockers on the ship. One's called the captain's locker and the other one's called the cargo hold. 
And sometimes they're, you get everything in the cargo hold when you blow up the ship. You get yep. nothing from the captain's locker. And I have found tens of thousands of credits sometimes in those, those captain's mm-hmm. lockers. It's, it's can be really juicy. Not all of them, but sometimes you get some really yeah. good stuff. Um, but the, the thing is about taking ships or stealing ships or taking parts or whatever. It'd be cool if you could, once you've eliminated a crew on a ship, if you could take their parts, um, or you could take parts from ships you've stolen, whatever. Um, because it's kind of a bummer that the the best option in that scenario is to sell for 10% of the item value and then buy it back at 100%. That's a bit of a yeah. bummer. Um, but clearly, I, I don't think that they... They probably thought about it. Maybe they didn't have time or whatever, but that's an oversight no for sure. There's no salvaging really in the game. Yeah, there's no salvaging. They talk about it, but it's it's not really there. Um, yeah, like I, I blew somebody up and they were like, oh, thank you. And they're like, what, how can I repay you? And I, and I hadn't done anything yet. And the option said, well, salvaging rights is fine. So I chose that option. All right, I'll go over there and salvage. And then I was like, well, what do I do? All I could do is board the thing. This is... yeah. Also, have right. you have you haven't stolen any ships yet, right? Correct. So when you go to sell this stolen ship, it so it will cost you a ten thousand to register, and then you can sell it for twelve thousand. So you're making pennies off of it, basically. Um, so it's not there's no point in selling. Now there might be a point in like later on there might be higher tier ships that are worth more. True. I don't True. know. I don't know. Um, but it seems like the cost of registering a ship is dynamic. And so because of that, um, you might get an 80k ship later on that cost 70,000 to register. You know what I mean? Um, maybe it's really cheaper sure. to register in other places to, I don't know. Yeah. I'm not sure, but yeah, very There's well. There's so be. much to explore. So much. Still. I mean, guys, I want to emphasize if you guys are listening or even if you played, I cannot exp- explain how much more I feel like there is to do. I feel overwhelmed. In a good way. Mm-hmm. Now, yep. here's where I feel like... So two things, right? First of all, a thousand bodies. People complaining about not being able to explore full planets. I would bet money that to explore every planet, literally just get boots on the ground and explore one location. So that's a thousand and one locations. One location at each place would take you so long right if we're i guess if we're excluding gas giants right maybe like 900 um Mm -hmm. it would take you so 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 long to explore if you were going to go to every location in these you know whatever huge tiles that they made that you can explore when you land somewhere i mean it would take you i i I mean i'm not years but i mean it depends on how much you're playing but a, a significant amount of time and here's how i like to you know, I guess rate my games in terms of like cost to fun ratio is if it's giving me $1 of fun per hour, right? So if I get a hundred hours of, of gameplay out of Starfield, I think that's worth a hundred dollars for me, but it's gotta be fun. It's gotta be a hundred hours of fun, not a hundred hours of exploration, not a hundred hours of doing missions. It's gotta be fun missions. It's gotta be fun exploration, right? Um, do you think it'll do that? I'm pretty sure I'm going to get there. I'm pretty sure I'm yeah. going to get there for sure. Now 300, right? Cause that's, that's what the collector's edition costs. I mean, I don't know, but I'm sure people out there will do it. Um, now the second thing for me is that comparing it to the, the other games may remind me if we already talked about this, I don't think we have is 
here's the major difference between Starfield and Skyrim and Bethesda games in general for me is I haven't had my holy shit moment. Um, there's no dragon swooping down. There's no portal opening up and demons storming through. I feel like I haven't had that moment. You played more of the storyline than me. And someone told me that you get that moment later on. So maybe, okay, I haven't maybe there you're yet, not man. there yet. Maybe yeah. I'm not there yet. I don't know. Like to me, that moment would be like, and again, guys, no spoilers if you've gotten there yet. To me, that moment would be like, turns out aliens are after these artifacts too. And you got to like beat them there. And they're like coming after you. Maybe you're on like a planet and uh, they land and try to fight you. Something like that. Right. Um, but I haven't had that moment yet. The content feels consistent and cool. I'm liking the experiences. I've done some really cool side quests. I've been doing side quests today. I did two that were really cool. Like they, they, they could have been main quests in my, my eyes. They were so, nice. you know, like those quests that you did back in fallout with like blowing up Megaton or like the ones I never that played were a fallout. So you might really? have to describe it. Okay. Sorry. Yeah. I, maybe I missed that. So there was a, basically a nuclear bomb that was sitting in this middle of this town and you had the ability at one point to blow it up. Um, and you know, you get to make these like really cool, like game changing decisions and it just felt meaningful. It felt cool. You had to pick a side, you know, are you going to save these people? Are you going to work with the, the guy who wants to blow them up, whatever. And you get a couple of like cool, interesting, like puzzles and side quests and stuff that I think rival that in this game for sure. Um, okay. where I felt very interested in the story. I felt very compelled. Um, I haven't felt honestly, I I've got to assume the main storyline gets better again. I'm not very far in it. I've maybe done the couple first couple of quests. Um, I have to imagine the main storyline. Probably a similar line. place, the way you're describing. Okay. Okay. Um, we'll talk after the podcast. Yeah, we'll talk after the podcast. But I haven't got very far in the main storyline. But I have to imagine it gets better based on the fact that I'm loving the side quest so much. The main story's got to be better, you know. Yeah. But it, currently, I'm in the discovery phase of the main story, and it's very early still for me. Um, mm -hmm. Yeah, like even today, I said I was only going to play side stories just to avoid spoilers for people who wanted to watch. Um, yep. So it's been really fun, though. Um, you haven't done any side quests yet at all? Very few. Like uh, just some like dynamic ones that have popped up at like when exploring because. Well, there's one part where you go to a certain planet and there's a guy sitting on a table and he's like, Hey, happy go lucky. And I'm like, I'll talk to this guy. He seems weird. Let's see what happens. And he's part of some company that is asking me to like, go explore, um, in like habitable planets. And, uh, and everyone was like telling me to, to try this quest out. So I go and do it. And mm. I got a second quest that was bringing me to a habitable planet. So I was like, all right, I'll kill two birds with one stone and I'll, I'll do the whole surveying a planet thing, which is incredibly tedious, by the way. Like, it's a lot because you, have to, you have to survey the whole thing. So surveying a whole planet is landing on the planet, finding all of the resources, uh, checking all of the plants, finding all the animals, right? And scanning them up to 100%. So it's like a lot. And... um so I'm like in the process of doing that still, but I come across this, uh, like there was a geyser that was like really hot and like a bunch of settlers or 
you know, survivors or whatever, they died there, but one guy was alive. Oh, wow. And he was like, can you just bring me back to my ship? Uh, it's really going to be hard because all the animals are going to, you know, are very aggressive here or something. And, you know, we're just like battling animals trying to get back to a ship. That one was pretty cool. But I, I did one in the well. But I've done like a lot of uh, just exploring. Like I just walked mm. through the Atlantis. Like I, I just walked through the commercial di district and went to every shop and was like, whoa, there's so it just kept going. And I was like, Star Citizen, like, again, Star Citizen, like, their cities can't, don't have this much, mm. like, actual content there. And I was right. like, wow, okay, this is cool. Yeah, and this, this is why, like, as much as I like the seamless experience in Star Citizen, I really do. I love the seamless experience in Star Citizen. That's one of my favorite parts about it. Um, yes. Is, in my opinion... This shows me why we literally do not need a hundred star systems and star system. Please, nope. For the love of God, please, CIG, st stop at like five Just or stop. six. You know, yeah. I mean, they, like content density is such an important topic when it comes to space games, and not a lot of video games have done it well. Uh, no Man's Sky started off very poorly, right? Elite Dangerous, in my opinion, does not do content density well. Uh, it's a million miles wide and an so inch far. deep. This is the best content density of any video game that has done the sci-fi genre. I won't say space sim because that's not what Starfield is. It's not a space sim. No. Uh, it's not a flight sim. I would say that it's a, a sci-fi RPG, right? Mm -hmm. um, and I think that content density is something that no other game has really been able to do well in space. And why? Because space is fucking huge. Space is massive. It's, it's impossible to... Because it's not just space. It's the fact that you have to like bring planets into it and moons and yeah. oh, they're fully explorable and all this extra bullshit essentially that is like, yes, it's what Starfield told me is is wow, the things that I took for granted from Star Citizen. Sure. Like wow, the the seamless stuff is super cool. Really cool. Yeah, but it also takes away, you know, there's give and take in everything. And there's a lot of give uh, towards that immersive, immersive, seamless experience that is taking away a lot of content density, story, side quest, you know, like maybe we get those things. But until I see NPCs not standing on chairs... Like, we can't really even think about yeah. experiencing something like that. Do you know what Starfield reminds me of the most? Freelancer. That's what I think it mm. reminds me of the most. 100%. And It's like Freelancer Mass Effect mix. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I think that, again, I think the traveling experience in space could be vastly improved. But aside from that, I think it feels like Freelancer to me. Um, and I think modders will maybe help it get there. But I think, like, one of the things that Star Citizen doesn't do well is, like, there's no reason to walk on planets. Like, you're not going to want to walk 40... Like, yes, it's tedious to walk a 1,000 meters over to a location once you land on a planet in Starfield, and hopefully they improve that. However, there's no reason you would ever want to do that in Star Citizen. You, just you only gonna, do it to avoid turrets. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You do it to avoid turrets. You're going to want to maybe... Um, 
explore a cave or something, right? But those are marked locations for the most part. You're typically not going to fly to those locations one by one. Nobody's mm-hmm. flying around locations manually in Star Citizen. They're all QTing from location to location. Like, unless you're doing a specific box mission, which they kind of suck, to be honest, the box missions. I wish they were, I wish there were some cool ones because I, I feel like they could make those really cool. Um, there's no really reason to traverse manually. The seamless experience that we all know and love from Star Citizen is at the moment not fully utilized. And I think no. here's probably the best thing about um here's probably the best thing about what Star Citizen could be and where Starfield is. Is I think if anything, Starfield makes me more excited for star citizen not less excited so when people are asking me like is star is starfield the star citizen killer i'm like man if anything it's a star citizen booster is what it is i think that more people are going to get interested in the sci-fi genre after playing it for the most part is what i'm thinking but Mm -hmm. um and star citizens like we're explaining has this extra unique experience of the the seamless nature of the immersion and stuff like that even like mining, right? For example, in Star Citizen, yes, you're going to fly places manually and scan, but then once you're done mining, what do you do? You QT back, right? You're not flying back over. Maybe mining with a rock is the most seamless experience you're going to get in Star Citizen. That's probably the most seamless experience, right? You're still but QT typically, to sell and... typically you're going to QT to sell, right? Like yeah. it's not like you drive back in your rock. Now, you know, it'd be a cool seamless experience in Star Citizen pulling out a ground vehicle and there's a cave nearby and it it can only fit a rock and you go in there and there's like valuable material that's rock. But right now, what do you have to do? You load it up on a ship and then you take it to a location and then you get out, you scan for some more, maybe QT cut between places. And that's really cool. Don't get me wrong. However, um, it still is not utilizing the seamless experience the way that I hope that star citizen does one day. Um, I mean, and this is they've the same got a lot old of work. song and dance, though, is is it just comes down to when they get server meshing and when, well, how much content will they, density will they be able to have when one yeah. server is handling a smaller location? And it's like, okay, cool. Um, do it. True. And then talk to me then, because I don't care until you can do it, because I don't believe you until you can do it, because Bethesda has a lot of money, too. And they they could have tried um but they wanted to release the game i think (laughs) so i don't know oh yeah yeah no totally dude and i think if anything it's a good time to be a sci-fi gamer you know fuck yeah of course yeah i i i don't think that star citizen's necessarily a competitor um but i think it really shows what star citizen could be in a multiplayer vibe and obviously it's going to be a different experience um, another great point that someone pointed out is that ships don't have weight limits in Star Citizen. And I actually really like yet. that limitation. Yes, yes, yet. But it's just, a, it's another thing we're waiting on, right? And it again, it makes mm-hmm. me more excited for Star Citizen. Uh, I know that in the future, they've talked about ooh, your ship handling different with more cargo on board and stuff. I don't think that's the case right now, right? Um, no, no, not yeah. at all. But they've talked about it recently, even like in the last six months, uh, about your ship performing and handling different with cargo on board. But man, how cool would it be if you, you know, were mining Hadnite and you, you were like, my goal is to fill my Cutlass Black up with Hadnite. 
And once you got to that, you know, it's like, you're like, okay, I'm tapped out. But you don't really, you're not really affected by those limitations right now. And I actually like thinking about that in Starfield, to be honest. Um, I like that you don't have infinite inventory. I like that you don't have infinite, um, uh, or I guess like weighted inventory and stuff. It's cool that there's logistics there for sure. Uh, I'm a big fan of that. And I would, like I said, I, I mean, I would like to see more of that in Star Citizen. But to be honest, I see all the things that are in Starfield and I go, man, it's going to be a long time. It's going to be a long time before this game feels like this. Um, mm-hmm. But it, it's, it's weird. It's, it gets me both excited for Star Citizen. gets me both like, like angry, like actually angry. Because it's it's like we we chose to do make certain choices regardless of you know when when the game might release or when you know how good the content will be just to not have a loading screen. And again, there were so many loading screens in in Starfield that it's almost like annoying, like it's kind of ridiculous. But there are like with having none in Star Citizen, the one thing I could go for is like a couple i could yeah. totally go for a loading screen you know and just be like oh and there's gonna so, be loading screens i mean there already is quantum travel is just a, this 10 minute loading screen that's all it is yeah i don't know like i've talked about this before right is like is the reason why planets are so far apart is it actually because like they're trying to like simulate distance or is it because they need them to be certain a certain distance apart to like for performance, you know, probably a little mm. bit of both, probably a little no, bit of because, both. Because the thing is, is once, yeah, I think it's a combination of the two. Because once you get far enough away that the LOD of the planet is like a, a pixel, like you could just stream it out at that point, who cares? And then the same when you're coming in and those only happen at like a million kilometers. Yeah. So it's, you know, there's, typically another 30 million kilometers of wasted yeah. space in between that is, you know, maybe meant to be filled with uh, an interdiction and that type of content yeah. at some point. But for now, it's it's just a big, big, vast, empty space. And we could probably be a little closer together. But yeah. this is crazy because Pyro is supposed to be like three times the size. It is. It wise. is. So like when that comes out, it, is that going to be actually true or we did the math and i think the longest jump you can make in pyro based on what we currently know would be like so right now i think the longest jump with an xl1 is like i think seven minutes in pyro it's going to be like 32 minutes that's like the longest jump from like edge to edge so that's not yeah, going to be like between planets uh it's like the microtech to r corp jump right uh or i think it's like microtech to Mike L4 or something, that one that's way, way at the bottom is the long, it's like 60 million kilometers. Um, but it's a huge amount of space, right? But death screen, that's an, a loading screen, right? Literally, it's a loading yep. screen because you, if prison. you ever accidentally see a, um, yeah, prison has a loading screen as well when you leave. But if you ever accidentally, like the, sometimes the UI will glitch out and you'll see the black screen fade away before it's supposed to, and you'll see stuff popping in. It's, um, mm -hmm. yeah, it's a loading screen. And then the other thing is, uh, jump points will be loading screens, right? For sure. So, yeah. um, it's, yeah, it's, it's going to be a, yeah. QT is absolutely a loading screen too, because it's loading in LED or, uh, uh, LODs, 
whenever you're like jumping between places that's why you see like textures and stuff load on planets as you're jumping in because they're not rendering stuff in full quality like in front of you so that's it's why you stutter it's when you're leaving and stutter yeah. when you're coming in it's smart don't get me wrong it's super immersive and very smart like again this is not a knock to qt i think it's genius the way that they've done it um and obviously that shows when playing a game like starfield right or like elite dangerous or like no man's sky is they've cig's probably done the most immersive travel and seamless experience of any game ever um yep. but it's it's um at the expense of gameplay like i'm sorry you know for right now they're it's it's super awesome but what's drawing me to starfield and other games is like Wow, Content. everything I come across, I can I can pick up and I can use and I could turn it into something else and it, that can turn into something else. And like, it, it drives me nuts that we're this far in and I still haven't had that experience yet in Star Citizen, right? Like the only thing we're crafting is a multi-tool. Year 11, you know? And it's just like, dang, yeah. man, that's, I'm itching for that. So for me, what Starfield really is, is it's scratching that itch in what feels like a more star citizen like experience so mm -hmm. it's like wow it's really scratching that itch that's really nice but i know i'm gonna put the game down and come right back to star Absolutely. citizen of course right and and because there's you know i have my org that i like to play with and we mine and we salvage and there's so many things in that game that we don't have in this one that i like we can play many video games and enjoy many video games right like i like yeah. city builders and i like all sorts of other things that aren't in star citizen am i going to make comparisons to those no of course not it makes no sense so it's just like both games are good um both games Starfield are really good is finished and that's really all it comes down to yep absolutely one's finished and one's not I think that's absolutely it. Is Starfield's just finished? Here's the deal, guys. If we could, everyone in the audience, if you're watching, uh, I guess I didn't really mention this at the beginning of the podcast. So this is our first ever live uh, session. So we do have mm -hmm. people watching. But ev everyone in the audience just wants to take a hit of Kobe <laughs> real quick. If you could imagine, dude, where we could potentially be at 10 years from now in Star Citizen. And here's the deal, guys. It's going to take that long. And I'm not trying to be negative. I think it's going to be a cool ride along the way. But to get everything that we want out of Star Citizen and seeing the, the smoothness and seeing the, the systems work together, if we can extract those from Starfield and put them in, in Star Citizen, it's going to be years, years and years and years. But the experience that we could get from that game could be, potentially be unbelievable. It's just like, can they do it, right? And I think, I think it's going to come down to this. They're either going to do it or they're going to run out of money. That's going to be one of the things, right? And yeah. I think if CIG is smart, they would not hire a single other person, honestly. I mean, it's like, at what point? Because I get nervous thinking about this, right? Is like, yes, they, they're making less money this year, but it's not a big deal. They're still making a lot of money this year. Everyone who's like, CIG's going down, they're making less money. Oh, yeah, they're still on track to make $100 million. That's great, Right. It's really great. I think that they're in a good spot right now. But man, do I get nervous thinking about the cost and how they're potentially going to pay for this game development for the next 10 years. I get nervous thinking about that for sure. Don't get me wrong. If the devs had unlimited money, I think they can do it. But funding is a... Uh, you guys want to know why they're focusing so much on marketing? That's why, man. That's why. Because... Funding is probably the most crucial part about finishing Star Citizen. It's just 
money and because money buys them time. That's it, right? I feel like you have thoughts on this. You're you're. I mean, if they didn't waste t so much time, it wouldn't have been as big of an issue. Do you think that if Bethesda wanted to make Star Citizen one for one, do you think that they could have done it in this amount of time? It's uh, a really hard question. No, it's not because they already had a studio. They already had a bunch of things. So they would have definitely done it faster. And to be honest, uh, they probably had, you know, quality super, you know, baller devs from the beginning. Sure. But has Bethesda made a multiplayer game? Like, the because the, the whole question is, is uh, would you be able to do star citizen and then what 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 is star citizen star citizen is this big massive multiplayer multiplayer experience. is a big facet right it is the it is the facet that's holding everything back right so it the choices around planets and stuff including multiplayer is what made everything so problematic i think so you know not necessarily going procedural planets was like the worst choice ever but going procedural planets in a multiplayer environment and like fully explorable is just insanely stupid, like crazy. Well, yeah, it's not stupid and like you're an idiot. Stupid as like yo, they're they're nuts, you know. Procedurally assisted, right? So, but it's mm -hmm. still it's like at this point, I don't see the benefit in procedurally assisted planets. Um, I think not, that not when you take years to finish them. Right, like, right. It, in my opinion, congratulations. If, if they were gonna go with handcrafted planets, they probably should have just done like three systems max. You know, or one, right? I I think that sometimes people have trouble wrapping their head around this. Um, is like they could have done all of Star Citizen in one system. Um, you know, just add a couple more planets, different systems. Grim Hex could have been its own zone, and there could have been like a plant, like a a ninth planet that people are like, oh, don't go there. That's where the Vandal live, right? Um, and then the, you could have had like a pirate faction, and then people coming in and out through like spaceports, but you're or limited to you this one system. Or you could have made system. a fucking loading screen. Or you could have made a loading screen, but like, yeah. here's the deal is that jump gates are loading screens, right? They are loading screens. So they're, those yeah. are coming. Yeah. They're going to be immersive loading screens, but they're loading screens. And so I get what you're saying, but like at the moment, it's like, to me, the planets look procedurally generated, don't they? Like, I think they look great, yeah, but they I mean, look procedurally can, generated. You can you can now even see repeating textures on the on a lot of them. Yes, you can, especially from space. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, and so far, I haven't had that experience in Starfield. Is where like, or let me put it this way: when I'm on the ground in Starfield, the environments look just as good as Star Citizen, in my opinion. Like, maybe not graphically, but the terrain and stuff. Does that make sense? The detail, sure. where rocks are, the fauna, the, you know, environments and stuff, the structures look just as good or better in Star... Like, I would kill for the in-kind of environments they have in in Starfield, in Star Citizen. Um, yeah, I think and that's fair. I think that they probably did something very similar, procedurally assisted. Um, I, I don't think they were procedurally generated because a lot of the locations were handcrafted, Right. Uh, but they figured it out. The the um, places where you can land that don't already have outposts and stuff are procedurally generated, I think. Oh, yeah. Because so, there's always something there in my experience mm -hmm. so far.
Mm-hmm. And it's and, been it's been awesome. Yeah, it's been good. But when you walk around the planet, like if you if you did take the time to walk around the planet, I think how it works is if you walk to a loading screen that's a landed spot and then you walk back to the one you were just at, I think you'll find a different environment. I don't think that it stays. Like no, you couldn't not. you couldn't cover the whole planet and then walk back to a spot you were 40 tiles ago and it still be there. So that's another thing that Star Citizen does better, right? PES is um you drop something and for the most part it stays there unless the well, I mean, there's so many caveats to this statement, right? Unless, you know, the server resets or unless you can't get back on that server, right? So it's like, man, limitations. It it really sucks, man. And I wish the game developers didn't have to deal with these, but it's hard to make space games, dude. It's really hard. Yeah, I think the biggest problem with Star Citizen is what they say versus um, what real world limitations actually exist. So a lot of people have created expectations for them that aren't realistic and aren't aren't super fair or whatever and same with starfield i think a lot of people were expecting certain things like one one dude said you can walk the whole planets or whatever and then people start freaking out but then when you actually get in the game it's a huge area to explore and it would be incredibly boring to walk across the planets and sure if we did get ground vehicles maybe that would feel not as good but i don't know i'm i have no, almost nothing bad to say about starfield and i have a lot of bad things to say about star citizen still but again the only reason i'm saying those things about star citizen is because we're watching them build a game at, where they treat it as if it is not in our hands mm. most of the time so they just make choices of ah whatever they could deal with it and it's like well starfield said we're releasing a game and it's not ah whatever they'll deal with it it's if we say whatever you know they're gonna rip us apart and Microsoft just bought them and I'm sure Microsoft had a say in the quality of the product as well yeah. and didn't want it to ship too poorly or whatever. And do you like the FPS, like the gunplay and stuff? Do you think it's good? Yeah, so far it hasn't been too bad. Like a couple guns I really like. I have a shotgun that just like is basically a, a missile launcher. It's ridiculous. It just shoots fire and destroys everything. Yep. So that's been cool. Yeah. <laughs> I think, do you think the gunplay is better in Star Citizen or Starfield? I, I what the fuck does gunplay mean? What is, how like guns this... feel in your hand, how it sounds, how it feels, how it hits enemies. That's what it means. Like Tarkov uh, versus Elite Dangerous Odyssey. Do you see what I mean? Sure. So I think Star Citizen guns. I think Star Citizen's better, actually. That's what I'm struggling with. But I like is, I like the variety in Starfield more. Yeah. Does that make like, sense? Absolutely. And especially like, hey, I can actually put weapon attachments on my gun that are meaningful and things like that, right? Where in Star Citizen, I can't yet. Yeah. Um, but there's something about Star Citizen gunplay that's very special. Uh, yeah. You know, playing. I've been playing Gunrush like religiously. Like today was the first day I haven't played it. But I will. <laughs> and like i'm obsessed with it it's so fun and so that has to say something for the gunplay right i'm assuming is that's what i like it, the sounds the yeah i guess the way it feels i think sound and, is one of the biggest factors and yeah i think it's one of the biggest factors 100 yeah. percent. it's sick but the 
but Starfield, I don't know. It it because when I kill a an NPC, they react when I kill like appropriately, and so there's like all these other factors that are playing into it, right? That I'm preferring the FPS experience overall. Yeah, in Starfield, I can and agree with I'm that. Not, and I'm not enjoying the FPS experience overall in Star Citizen yeah. because of the, you know, force reactions and. Uh, you know, I pull out my med pen and then I can't pull out my gun. I left click my gun when it's, you know, pointing forward and nothing happens. And it's completely just like, agree, you know, so there's tons of things, but that, but I struggled answering your question because there's something really special. Like how can star Marine be so bad? Cause it is terrible yet be so fun. It's well, got to be the guns, right? I think it's got to be gun, that gunplay. Yeah, I think gunplay in Star Citizen is actually really good. And I, yeah. I know a lot of people don't like it, and that's totally fine if you have that opinion. Um, but I think that the main thing that holds back gunplay in Star Citizen is what you're saying, is the bugs. Sometimes mm -hmm. I can't pull my trigger for a couple seconds after I swap weapons. Sometimes I swap weapons, and then my other weapon disappears, and then I go back to the previous weapon, and then my multi-tool comes out for some reason. Super annoying right but i think in an offline mode i think that um or like let's say there wasn't any bugs i think the gunplay is better uh but i i like the gunplay a lot in starfield I if you didn't know the reason why i think the combat is better than any other game uh that bethesda has made is because if you didn't know they they the doom guys helped them which is really nice. cool yeah, because i guess they're all own, under the same umbrella there you go um but yeah it's it's really cool to see them, you know, lean on developers that are like known for that kind of stuff. Uh, I think the sound could be a little amped up a little bit. Some of them sound like paintball guns a little bit to me uh, and they slap so hard. But some of the guns I, like I, I got this one, I think, called the Liberator. And it feels like how I feel like a gun should feel. It's like duh, 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 shoots like huge <laughs> rounds. And it's so good. Uh, and there's some guns that do feel right. But I think that. Um, yeah, I think that some of them, some of them feel really good. Some of them feel paintball-y. And that was the biggest problem in Elite Dangerous's gunplay when they released Odyssey was every gun in the game felt like you were shooting a Nerf gun. Uh, and mm -hmm. that just didn't feel good. Fair. Yeah, I, I, I find myself leaning towards ballistic weapons in Starfield. I think maybe for that reason. Yeah. It's because they feel a little bit a little bit better. Any laser ones have been kind of like, meh. But I have one laser pistol that has a mod that just like sets everybody on fire. So that that's been cool. I've been using that a little bit. That's cool. Yeah, I got yeah. a jetpack that did that pretty early on. Um, like sets people on fire. Wait, I just a got jet a jetpack that sets people on fire. Yeah, yeah. It was like a legendary jetpack. I have nice. a uh, a new one that has a chance to disarm people, which is really cool. Sick. Yeah, but I haven't got a chance to use it yet. I just got it. So, you know where I screwed up really bad? Because uh, I didn't read. Uh, or just, I was just like so overstimulated by all the things that were going on. I'm level 12 and I've used all my points up, but I've used them all up like spreading across the top. Like I've, I've not gotten any second level skills yet mm. because I didn't realize that within one skill there's multiple levels so like say i chose like all right i'm gonna main pistols or i'm gonna yep. you know only use this type of weapon 
that I can level up that specific thing. And I didn't do that. So I've, I basically have wasted so many skill points. I wonder points. if there's a way to respec. I bet there is. There'll be a mod, I'm assuming. I looked everywhere. I couldn't find anything. And that really bummed me out to the point where, like, I'm 20-ish hours in, like 15-ish hours in, something like that. And I, the reason I don't know is because I accidentally left, left the game on uh, and when I walked away from it. So I don't know how many actual hours I've played. The, <laughs> the, um, but the, like, I just wonder what my experience would be if I, if I, if I just, you know, went the route that I was trying to go in the mm -hmm. first place, which was like, all right, I want to use rifles. I want to be not stealthy. I want to be like a little bit more of a, like a brawler and maybe do some uh, melee with it. And, but then focus on like tech and building out weapons and things like that. And I just don't have any of those traits yet. And it's just like, damn, I'm already kind of far in and. Yeah, I screwed up. It, it makes me want to start over because like, you get a, obviously gained skill faster in the beginning. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. So speaking of skills, how do you feel about um, combat so far with like health bars and stuff? Or you can run into a level thirty ship and they can two shot you. Like, do you feel like this is part of the RPG experience? Do you feel like you wish they would have went a different direction with that? No, I think I, I was okay with it. Like the fact that you. You know, you should be saving quite often and just reload and you just get right back into it. And it's like, okay, avoid for now. <laughs> you know, I, it, I've, I've been okay with that. What, what do you think? And while you're answering, I'm just going to open the door. My cat's yelling at the door. Like, she yeah, does no every worries. Podcast. Yeah, no worries. Um, and so don't worry, guys. Mike can still hear me. He's got wireless headphones. Um, so don't say, don't say anything bad about Mike, guys. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, I, I sort of feel the same way. It's a really tough, like, egg to crack. Right, because like you can't make every enemy in the game the same like difficulty level, right? Yeah. That doesn't make any sense. Um, something that I've seen that has been, I think, kind of cool that I didn't see in in previous Bethesda games is that I see sometimes I'll see level two pirates rolling around with level thirty pirates. Like they'll be in a group mm. together that I'll run into, and that's kind of cool. Is like okay, there's like some like little guys, and so typically what it's been in the past is a level thirty pirate that's just weaker with another level thirty pirate that's really strong, you know. So it's cool to see a little bit of variety there. Um, I had someone come into my stream and they were like, "Yeah, these guys look super bullet spongy. I'm definitely not picking this game up." And I'm just like, "What are you expecting? Here? Are you expecting like Tarkov where you shoot one bullet in their head and they die?" And I don't know, but I have, I will say that when I'm fighting people who are below my level or my same level, they seem to die pretty fast. Even the tough, like quote unquote tough guys. Um, yeah. and so I haven't really had an issue with bullet sponginess unless they were much above my level yet. Do you have the numbers flashing? No, when you I turned mine. They're off by default. I didn't turn them yeah, on. Yeah. I turned mine on. Okay. And I think maybe that adds to that feeling that people have, like, oh, it's mm. so bullet spongy because it feels like, um, oh, not Destiny, but uh, Division Two. Yes, right. Where I, it was just like, dude, what the I hell? Was like, not, right away, they were felt mm -hmm. super spongy. I was not a fan of Division Two for that reason. Um, I, I liked Division One enough to not care about it, but mm -hmm. it's like I felt like. 
I don't know. There's a difference. There's a clear difference in my eyes behind like shooting a boss and like slowly whittling their health down and getting them to different phases and stuff versus yeah. like shooting at someone and they don't have any phases. They just have a huge health bar and then, you know, whatever. Like they're totally different experience in my opinion. I love Destiny when you were fighting these giant raid bosses. I didn't like Destiny when you were shooting a guy who just had infinite health basically. Like that's a okay. little bit ridiculous. Um, and I haven't really had that experience yet for guys who are my same level is what I'm trying to say. Agreed, so, uh, yeah. At yeah. the same level, it's like, um, I'm forgetting the name of the gun that I'm using a lot. It's like uh, the Custodian in Star Citizen. Mm. I love it. Uh, Grendel, I think it's called. And um, I that's like, again, it's like a Custodian. So you shoot a lot of rounds. They don't do a lot of damage, but you get, you know, a pretty decent sized magazine and like one magazine and I'm killing players uh you know npcs in in one magazine or half a magazine if i'm like pretty accurate towards their head uh so, and and it, a magazine goes quick so they're they're down quickly yeah and yeah great point bosses in star season are very bullet spongy too and i mean even if you do use heavy weapons right if you ever shoot the sbk boss you dump a whole clip of an fs9 yeah. into him and sometimes he doesn't die right yeah. um and i don't necessarily feel like that's a bad thing if they gave us a reason why like those people like maybe they have a special armor or they've got special shields or something like a body shield or something that you can kind of um chip away at or something and then once they're exposed that feels like a much better way to do it right like you're I mean, whittling that... down like their armor or something sure but with that if you do kill them and you put that armor on, should people have that same experience against you? Right, right. And that's the question. That's how it's hard to balance because of that, right? Like you yeah. put the SBK armor on and now do you get like this massive health bar or like, do you get armor? I mean, I think I, it'd be cool if it was like, like you could somehow, like it had like maintenance to it or not maintenance, but like health to the armor. And then once it's gone, it's like, it's just useless. You know, yeah. Um, it's 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 a very slippery slope, you know, because you don't want bullet sponginess, but also I think it'd be really cool to have like we've talked about Titan suits before, right? So imagine a Titan suit, like you had in like Fallout Four, right, or uh, Fallout seventy six, even, right? You have these Titan suits that absorb extra armor, um, but you're slower moving. Well, I I think in Fallout actually you move faster in them. But maybe there's a downside to them somehow where like, yes, you can be a little bit more bullet spongy, but there's also downsides. You're maybe exposed in certain ways. Once you get out of it, maybe you can't wear a spacesuit inside of it. So once you get out of it, you just have an undersuit on. There are definitely ways to do it that feel more balanced. Uh, I think Starfield, yeah. in my opinion, is doing a good enough job for a single player RPG personally. Um, but I yeah. think it's great. Yeah, I think it's fine. I think it's great. Like, dude, as a streamer, have you been... I've been really struggling with this one because it's not a cheap game, right? It really isn't. And the the idea of, of so many people are coming in and going, is it worth it? Is it good? Are you liking it? And they're like, like, I feel like they're trying to ask me to make the decision for them. Right? And I'm like, yeah, man, it's it's good. It's like a good space RPG. Sure. Uh, but, you know, why don't you watch for a little while and make the decision for yourself? Because, like, like I know they don't want to be spoiled. They just want to know. Like, should I buy it or should I not? And I'm like, I'm not going to be the one to make this decision for you. 
Like I remember watching Summit way back in the day. People would ask him that all the time. And he'd be like, I don't know, man. Like, you know, just figure it out. <laughs> like, you know, because it's like he doesn't want it. He didn't, it just seemed like he didn't want to be the one to like, like, don't hate me if you don't end up liking it because mm -hmm. I did. You know, like, what the hell? Yeah. So it's, it's a good point. Um, what do you think about, um, I'm trying to think of like, because there's been a couple of different like things that people are upset about. Um, I don't know. Like some people are saying the games, here's the deal is like, I, I see a lot of different arguments for like why Starfield's a bad game, but I want to do point something out to you guys. It's, it's, it's okay to like other video games than different people, you know, like honestly, one of the reasons I love Boulder's Gate so much is because I, I didn't think it was going to be a game for me. Because typically I'm not a top-down, turn-by-turn-based person. And I've loved that game so much now. Um, but for me, it's like I'm seeing all these people who are saying that they hate the game and I should hate it too. And why don't I hate it? But the thing is, is like, it's okay for you to like different games than other people. You know? I, I, I mean, personally, I consider World of Warcraft. I know that it's gone downhills over the years. So I'm not saying this recently. But at one point, I was claiming that I thought World of Warcraft was one of the greatest games of all time just because of its success and how it had been updated and stuff and its content how that it had over the years. still say that? Like, obviously yeah. not the current game, but it, it, it has to be on the Mount Rushmore of video games. Right? I would like, say because so. Of, because of the, the amount of impact it has had. On, you cannot make a, a MMO without being called like a WoW clone or, you know. Yes, it, they, they did this from that WoW or that from WoW. And the, yep. the point that I'm making is I've never really even played WoW, right? But I still consider mm -hmm. it one of the greatest games of all time. I know it's not for me. I know it's not my taste. I know that I can't stream it because a lot of people think it's boring to watch. But I wouldn't play it. However, I still think it's one of the greatest games of all time. There are other games that I hate, but... It's like, I don't expect other people to hate them too, you know? Yeah. Um, it's okay to like different games than other people, for sure. It's okay to like Star Citizen and Starfield. Because uh, guess what, guys? As great as Starfield is, is, there is zero chance I put anywhere close to 1,000 hours in this game. There's zero chance. Why? Because I'll just move on to something else, you know? It's a single-player game. It's a single-player game. I'll beat the main storyline. I'll probably do some other stuff. But once I beat the ma main storyline, I'm probably gone. And that's not because I think the game's bad or it's a dead game, but it's just, it's a single player game. Yeah, you, you know? might come back and do a, a playthrough with a different type of character and, and a different type. You're like, you'll probably do your pirate playthrough at some point when you know that it will work <laughs> properly. But hopefully that might not be anytime soon, you know, and. You're going to play it once, put it down, maybe pick it up again. Like, I did a, a second Mass Effect playthrough somewhat soon after my first time I played through it, you know? Like, all right, I did my Paragon, now I'm going to do my, you know, evil side or whatever. And it's just, it's a single-player game. I haven't played right. Mass Effect in forever. It's still one of my favorite games of all time. You know? 100%. And the thing is, though, is, like, what keeps me going and what keeps me engaged and what keeps me wanting to come back for more in a video game is the social aspect and is the yeah. the experience that you get with other players in a a game with you i'm talking yes. about the games that that i'm talking about are like sea of thieves star citizen rust 
Um, wow. You know, this wow. Is why still wow. People yeah. still play wow. Again, it's not my game, you know, but I don't play wow, but I'm sure a lot of people love it for that reason. Um, yep. Another game that I haven't played, but I've watched a lot of that has the same experience is Daisy. Um, yep. I, was, you know? I knew you were going to say Daisy. Yeah, Daisy. And so these games, in my opinion, make up something that no single player game will ever have, which is interacting with other players. Even co op is way different, in my opinion. Co op is way different. The fact that you can go into a game and have no idea who's going to be there, how they're going to react, are they going to shoot you? You could maybe talk it out. D uh, uh, Dark and Darker added VoIP, dude. So much fun, man. I like <laughs> literally played offline the other night with a buddy for a few raids and I go in, I'm uh, with my buddy. He dies. I roll into a group of three and I'm like, I, I walk up to him. I'm, I'm like, gentlemen, gentlemen. I was like, we can talk this out. We don't have to fight. <laughs> and they're like, what are you doing here? What are you doing? Like, you better get out of here. I was like, listen, guys, I know typically you guys probably wouldn't want to have a fourth person on your team. However, I'm playing with my friend and he's kind of a dumbass and he died. I was like, would you please take me in? And then they were like, <laughs> you know, I, you know, come on with us, whatever. And we run into this other group and we're like fighting them. We're shit talking them as like a group. It's so much fun. Like yep. the kind of shenanigans you can get into when you have this like random element of like other players who you don't know interacting with you. Um, and that's not for everyone for sure. But for me, that's what makes... That's what makes the game special or those games special uh, personally. Agreed. Yeah. And and that's, I think what both of us are like yearning for out of SC is, is yeah. those experiences along with all that, that immersion stuff. Yeah. So, cause again, you know, we're talking about how games could potentially be or Starfield could potentially be even co-op. Imagine base building, but with your org mates, Imagine boarding ships, but with your friends. Imagine that's what pissed me off the most about No yeah. Man's Sky was they said, "Oh, thirty-two player servers or something like that, mm. thirty-two players." And I was like, "Sweet, so like I can bring my stream along with me, and we'll like build a base, and we'll do exactly what you said." And then it was like four-player party. Yeah, and I was like, "Wait, I thought it was thirty-two players." I guess they mean no. there can be up to thirty-two people on the server. Yeah, that's what and, it means. But like. Yeah, but it didn't like really read like that, or I'm just an idiot. I'm sure I'm just an idiot. But the the uh, but that then I was like, you know what, guys? Like I was gonna stream it that day that they, like they did an update and that that was in there, and then I was like, you know what, guys? Not interested, you know? Because like, yeah, it just it's cool, but it wasn't what I was looking for. Like, yeah. I wanted I wanted a Conan or. Daisy or Rust or whatever, like big group, make a big base. Let's, you know, goof off. We didn't, we weren't, you know, you can't PVP or anything, but it was just like about working together. Or you go over here, you get this material, I'll go over there, get this material, and we'll yep. do this thing. And nope. Yeah. And so it's, it's important to like have balance, right? Cause you have other games like Starship Troopers, right? I don't know if you played. Um, I've watched you play. So yeah. I know, I know of it. Great game. Um, a bit repetitive after you've played mm -hmm. probably, you know, 30, 40, 50 rounds, a bit repetitive. Um, but man, what a cool principle of like getting together with 16 of your friends and being able to just like absolutely destroy these bugs, you know? And that's another thing is just like, I think the cooperation and the logistics is a really fun part of it. And if we can get even a hint of what we're getting in Starfield or, um, and, um, 
Starship Troopers in Star Citizen, I think it would be amazing. But it's like, are they going to be able to pull it off? Man, I really hope so. I, I think they can, given the time, but I just don't think it's going to be a quick process at, at all. Um, yeah, I don't think it's going to be a quick process at all. I'm just dying for meaningful art. Like, if I was going to take a couple things from Starfield and insert them in Star Citizen, none of this is, like, out of the realm of possibility whatsoever. It's, like, super possible, is meaningful armor upgrades like meaningful mods and things like that to armor the ability for you to craft them yourself and finding things out in the universe and worlds and planets and moons yeah that you build things with right that you craft things with and and so everything you come across is meaningful i hate opening a chest and it be filled with a bunch of shit that you go up oh, Never mind. Okay, I don't next even. One. I personally don't even think that they need to make it where, like, in Star Citizen, for example, I don't think they need to make it where everything in the chest is is valuable. But like, have you caught yourself like using the quick interaction in Starfield just to take like one or two things off people every time? It's like credits, ammo. Oh, they got a cool gun. Boom, that's mine. But it's like yep. I leave the other stuff because it's too heavy or whatever. You have to think about it a little bit. Mm, I took everything, and I you take I, everything. Pretty much and so and sold it, yeah. I try, dude, but it's like, how do you carry that much stuff? You got your partner. Well, true, but like, I, I guess I made a mistake early on getting too much resources, and so I was like trying to figure out what to do with them. Turns out you can't really do anything with them unless you're using them on base building. Um, at least as far as no. I can tell. Oh, I guess there's crafting, but I haven't got into that at all. Yeah, yeah. I haven't got it's into crafting all, at all. It's all crafting, base building. Okay. Dust, I need to get into that. that then. I got to yeah, get into crafting. Oh, big yeah, time. Yes. Yeah. Because it's, it's sick. Like the food crafting, the the mods, all of it is... I'm saving stuff. I'm doing... Now all I, all I want to do is gather resources. Once I realize the possibilities there, like going around a planet and gathering a bunch of crap is not boring, right? It's like, okay, I, I have a, I'm doing this with a purpose. Mm. Lead? Oh, there was that mod I needed lead for. Nickel? I ran out of nickel and I couldn't make that thing I was trying to make because there's research, there's mods, there's ship, uh, like, uh, suit crafting, there's weapons crafting, there's, dude. It's Yeah. Sick. Interesting. It's sick. Yeah, I haven't gotten into the crafting at all. I've been mainly trying to do base building, um, but interesting. Yeah, I will say that like what I think that I'm most excited for after playing this is personally just like org and multiplayer experience. Like what Starfield can't give me, that's what I want out of Star Citizen. And so, man, I hope in the coming years after we get server meshing in, please, for the love of God, after we get server meshing in, after we get some of the technical stuff that they're still trying to hurdle across, multiplayer stuff, focusing on the, the org mechanics and stuff is what I want desperately. And oh. what you're saying, right? The items having value and stuff is part of that, right? Because, okay, all of a sudden you have a need for gold, iron, nickel, copper. Okay, well, guess what? Now people are going to want to go collect that. Why? Because they can sell it, right? Like creating these opportunities for player market. I, I know a lot of people get really nervous when we talk about player-owned markets in Star Citizen. They think it's like this terrible idea. 
But I think leaning into that a little bit, I think creates gameplay that's really good. Like when um, you could sell railguns on the, you know, the the player market and people were buying Hell them yeah. around Jumptown for like 250K. It's a money They're sink. Still, I still sell them to to this day. Our org still, I don't. We How have much like are you selling awesome them member of 100K. 100K? Mm-hmm. Wow. That's insane. And we have consistent buyers. That's kind of insane to me yep. that you're even with all the duping and stuff that you were able to you get people to buy. I guess people just have money. Well, well, you're. I guess I could say this. You're familiar with Mongrel Squad, right? Yeah. They're not duping. They're they're pretty like role play. Like they're not. Yeah. You know, they play the game pretty well, and they do like they do their thing, but they're not really gonna go and dupe. They're going to play the game. So we we just, they reached out to us and we were like, okay, cool. So that, that works out that you find people that are like willing to play along. Because again, we all have to fake it. Pretty much everything, you know, up to this point to to make the gameplay. So they're, they're willing to play along with us and it works out. But yeah, they're still also able because they're pirates to make so much money that 100K isn't really too much to to bother with i guess but man yeah the railgun just talking about railguns the railgun and gun rush just makes me want to bang my head against the wall <laughs> it has like no splash damage it's a giant explosion everywhere and if you don't hit the guy directly in the chest or the head they don't die oh man no totally dude it's that it's one's like, a what? goofy one there's another one too it's the snipers dude are so hard because uh, the hip fire on them is god awful. And they yeah. do that on purpose, right? Because they, they didn't want you point firing them, which fair enough, right? But it's like, dude, it's tough coming from a game like Tarkov that does paint fire or point fire so well. And then yep. you co go to Star Citizen, doesn't do it at all, right? But, yeah. um, I, you know, I, I really, I think that. It's good that they do limitations on guns, though. You know, that's the right way to do it, for sure. I've actually, a couple of times, I, I have, like, that shotgun grenade launcher thing in Starfield, and I keep on hitting stuff with it because the hitbox for that thing is massive. Um, so yeah, I, like I've blown myself. I've accidentally killed myself a few times. with. It, I haven't killed like, myself ah. yet with it, but luckily I just had a lot of health when, mm. you know... Uh, so listen, everyone, I want to introduce our special guest today on the stream. It's Lola. <laughs> Lola. Lola. Everyone give it up. Oh, she and just saw herself. She's gone. She, she just saw herself in my screen that like our main camera is on and she got scared. So oh, she's really? staring at herself right now. Yeah. Let me see if I can get her to see herself again. Look, look, look. <laughs> no. Dude, she's cute. She's a cutie. Yeah. She's awesome. But she's a daddy's girl, so if I close the door, it's like the end of the world. Oh yeah, no, I get it. Like every time we do the podcast, yeah, every time yeah. we do the podcast, I see you in there. Um, okay, so I don't know. I'm trying to think how do I want to. I want to phrase this: Is do you do you see yourself playing Starfield next week? Yes. On stream? Maybe. <laughs> Just curious. It's not a stream game. Like single player games, like certain people can Hard stream. Hard to stream them. single player games, guys, really. Yeah. And 
like that's why I made an alt channel. We talked about that before on the podcast. It's like I wanted to hone those skills. I checked my view count after this, like right at the end of the stream before I raided today, and it was double what I expected it to be. Yeah, double. So I was very happy with, and then even what I like checked in my email with my stream summary. It was a lot more, and I think I was doing better with it. And that's why I say maybe it just comes down to like, am I going to keep, you know, going to be able to keep doing interesting things to four people? Mm -hmm. Are we going to, because like Star Citizen is easy to stream because you just talk about what you want from the game when it comes out. Oh, it would be much better if we did this. And then somebody gives chimes in with their opinion. There's no opinions to have in a single player game. It, it's, ooh, you know, like, what traits did you take? You know, things like that. I got the adoring fan. Did you? I did. Oh, God, it's bro. It's Twitch chat. Ridiculous. It's ridiculous. <laughs> it's so funny. And that you have an option. Oh, see, I don't want to spoil. You have an option to make it even worse. No. Yeah. No. Yeah, don't spoil it. Yeah. So, yeah, like that. that's pretty spoiler. So I took that and it, it's fun. It, okay. It's super funny. Okay. Uh, I expect, like, I, I don't know why I took it, but it, it ended up being pretty goofy and I, I enjoyed it. Okay. Interesting. Okay. Well, I mean, dude, I've got an idea. I don't know if you're going to like it, but I think that since this is our first and maybe our last live podcast, I'm not sure if we're going to keep doing it this way, guys. Um, we're, I think we're willing to answer, let's say, three questions from chat sure. like if you guys just have idea like ideas for questions we should talk about for starfield i'm willing to take some questions so if you guys have questions then i i liked streaming this by the way um i don't know if we would stream it if we did do this again no promises but if we did do this again i don't know if we do it on my channel uh youtube was having some issues with streaming um but i don't know Live podcasting is the best way. I've really liked this, guys. Honestly, it's been a lot of fun. Uh, I think that if we did this again, I'd probably throw Chad like up somewhere on the screen, most likely, so people yeah. could see who are watching on YouTube. Um, but for the most part, um, yeah, I, I mean, this was fun. This is a, a good model, I felt like. Yeah, it would just be this. This time of day would be an exception. Like, I couldn't do it at this time of the day normally. So that would be the problem. Yeah. No, we wouldn't have to do it at this time, dude. Honestly. Okay. Yeah. I mean, typically yeah. I would want to do it early. Well, earlier, or we could do it later. Doesn't matter. I'm flexible. I don't okay. know about you. But... I, I don't mind doing it live, but it would just have like, you know how <sighs> you know something Sundays we didn't talk about at you? all. Yeah. Weekends are bad. Like weekends are bad. Weekends are bad for you. Fair enough. Yeah. I feel like this is a really good question. Um, okay. We didn't talk about this really at all. Is and this is so hard. Uh, is what I'll say. So this is, I'm going to try to answer this the best I can. This is a really hard question is when you say that you could compare Squadron 42 more to Starfield than Star Citizen. And the answer I think for me is no, right? Cause I can't play Starfield or sorry. I can't play Squadron 42. What is Squadron 42? What is it? <laughs> I don't even know. I don't even know what it is. I've seen a comm station. And I've seen a really stupid mission so far. Like, you know, just like one mission that's like, what, how many years old now? That was 2017. You know, like, what, what even is it? I don't know. 
it's tough, man. Again, I I really like that question, but it's like, how do you answer it when we've really only seen the? I mean, you watch the vertical slice, right? Yeah, that's vertical what slice I mean. looks I've great. Seen one mission, it looks cool. Yeah, like I said, stupid mission, but like it wasn't a bad mission. It wasn't a bad vertical slice, or or anything. It's just it's so hard to make that comparison of something that you know almost nothing about, like seeing the Starfield direct. I, I had way more info, like infinitely more information than I know about Star Citizen, the game, and what it's going to look like when it's released, right? Let alone Squadron 42. You had way more information to pull from because they were final UIs, final systems, final, like all this stuff that was mm -hmm. final. And like this, you know, design decisions were made, developed and finalized where we're playing something that not a single piece of the game is in its final state is like what? Like, you know, the flight model, they're still figuring out for Christ's sake. So like, what are we supposed to do here is make comparisons? You can't. It's, tough. it's impossible. I, I would love to. The, the only comparison you can make is both are single player games. One is released. One is not. That's just how I feel about it yeah it's it's tough man yeah once released and they're definitely not competitors right like no because the no deal is is well i do think there's a thing right but i think a competitor would be like squad 42 and starfield releasing in the same month right yeah, elite and star citizen were competitors in my opinion fair enough right fair enough. they have to be so so similar like how is it, how is a single player RPG game set in in the future the same as a military like space opera, which is I guess what Star Squadron Forty Two is meant to be, anywhere remotely the same? Like you're you're not going to be crafting weapons and building spaceships in Squadron Forty Two. You're, you're just not going be. to be. You're you're playing a movie. Like if it's anything like the Wing Commander games, you're just playing a movie, and okay. and it's it's gonna be sick. But they're totally different things. Hmm. I I I completely agree with you. I've got another question that's kind of in the same vein, and this mm -hmm. is just gonna be pretty much a yes or no question. But if in another universe, Starfield was actually Star Citizen, so it's basically what they're trying to say is it's released at the same quality that in the experience we're getting out of Starfield. Does that make sense? Would you be happy with it? Same level of detail as Starfield. Would you be happy? But it's multiplayer? Well, I guess. Squadron 42 is... Sorry. I, the question was for Squadron 42, not Star Citizen. If Squadron 42 was released at the same level of detail as Starfield, would you be happy with it? Oh, that's kind of a weird one. But... um, Yeah, I would... I I guess I would be fine with it. Like, here's what, what playing Starfield and what just generally playing other games more recently has told me. It's just, wow, it's really nice to play games that are finished, right? Like, it, the, for me, Squadron 40, like, the thing about Star Citizen is they put themselves in this box that they need to bl completely blow your socks off and be the greatest experience you've ever had in your entire life or it's the worst thing ever, right? And the, the thing is, is if it was released at this quality and it told a decent story, it'd be a great game. Like, I, I, why, 
like what is this Th- these are the expectations star citizen is making for themselves mm-hmm. and it is the worst decision by far they've made is like sure it's made them 600 million but it but what are people going to think about squadron if it's not perfect right? it seems like that's and, the and case and it doesn't just mean buggy you know yeah my expect- expectations for squadron are super super low like below the floor because guess what i gotta be honest with you guys i don't care about squadron 42 i love i think it will be a good game i love that cig is you know passionate about that game good for them um but if it never came out i would lose zero sleep um true i'm now very I would lose zero sleep yeah i'm very um surprised to see so many people say no when we asked would you be happy with the game uh, if it released at the same quality of Starfield, because man, yeah. honestly, I would be, I would the be, the bar is so high, dude. I'd be extremely, extremely happy personally. But again, I care about squadron or I care about star citizen, not squadron 42. It I want to play star that, citizen, not squadron 42. Yeah. The, the, the reason they're saying that is because in their head, the bar is so stupidly high and it's unrealistically high, you know? And it's like, guys, you just, Take a step back here and come to Earth, because you are you are huffing on Chris's ho- hopium copium so much. Is like it can still. I I also don't think that they've played a lot of people have played Wing Commander, and they probably don't have the the right expectations hmm. of like my like again Wing Commander games. I, we talked about this, I believe, on the podcast before. If not, I've definitely mentioned it on on like Answer the Call and other things. Is it's very simple, dude. It's a subpar mission, you know, like meh ish gameplay with some with a really cool story and some sick cutscenes. And now, like he's taken the cutscenes and and like injected them into the game environment so they feel more seamless. Yeah. So it might it, it might like take it to that next level. But my expectations are to like do a lot of this like sit back and be like whoa oh okay oh that happened ooh you know instead of a lot of like oh my god i'm gaming you know what i mean <laughs> like mm-hmm. it, it's just i i don't really see that's like my expectations are high from a storytelling and like cinematic storytelling um level but my expectations for the gameplay in between is to get it over with as quickly as possible Hmm. to get to the next part of the story and finish it and then play it again and you know try for different experiences because you know the the choices you make will matter kind of thing the story is the main facet is what you're trying to say absolutely it's interesting because it seems like that's not really where they're heading you know, like, yes. What, what makes you think that? Well, I just like, I see all the, you know, the locations and all of the, like, well, that's the features the that they're in the well, game. No, no, I know. I know. Yeah. yeah. But it's like, it's, I see all the locations they're adding and the stuff that they're working on behind the scenes for Squadron 42 and like the traversal and stuff. And my brain goes, this doesn't seem like it's going to be like a space movie. You know, it seems like it's more going to be, but well, I could be you wrong. Have the gameplay in, you have the gameplay in between. Right. But the, but what I'm saying is people's expectations for the gameplay is to be so incredibly high. And mm. it's just, I see what you I mean. Don't, yeah. Like you're, we saw the vertical slice. It was, you know, you were in space. 
and then you were on the ground. Like there were you were yeah. doing things. There was a mission. Like Wing Commander games had a lot of that stuff too. Obviously not the single player component, but the you know, there was I had a mission in a minefield. I had a different ship and I had to go bombing something, right? Like there was there was unique experiences and they were different and they were cool, but the the memorable moments of Wing Commander were the cutscenes for yeah. me. So I don't know. So the, I think this is an interesting question. Um, kind of moving on. I, I feel like we, we pretty much said yeah. what we're going to say about that. Um, I, I mean, I somewhat agree. I think we're, we're just going to have to, again, I, I don't really have a super strong opinion on Squadron 42 because um, I'm not super excited for it, to be honest. I genuinely think that I'll enjoy it. I do think I'll enjoy it. I don't think I'm going to hate Squadron 42. I think I'll like it. No. But again, I'm not losing sleep over it not coming out. Um, I do think that this is a very interesting question. So I'll, I'll ask. And this, this might be one of our last. We might do one or two more, guys. Um, the question was, if you could ask Chris Roberts one question at CitizenCon, what would it be? He had to answer honestly. What would it be? You know what's funny about this? Is, okay, this is actually really funny. This picture was from an event uh call this was the anniversary live stream in 2016 this was before the like a few months before the embarrassing holiday live stream that they did and chris is actually in that picture not todd but the um i had the opportunity at the end of that stream to ask him one question and i i froze and I couldn't ask him anything. So I literally had this up. Like, it's it's just a funny question to ask because oh, no, I actually dude. had this opportunity and I froze and I was like, just thank, you know, I just appreciate you for, you know, having me out here and doing this fun thing, you know? And that's all I said, which was just cringe. And everybody got so mad at me because I didn't ask anything. But dude, whatever question I would have asked, it was 2016. He would have just made up the most ridiculous thing and it would have never come true anyway. So it didn't really matter. But the, <laughs> if I had to ask him one question, um it would it would be why why chris what is what is what is the end what is the end game for star citizen players oh that's a good what one what is the end game for star citizen orgs that's a good one that's what i would yeah. ask i think that's what we're both most interested in is like mm -hmm. what is it and the thing is is like i'm not even like super super stoked about org gameplay honestly i think like Playing with orgs is really cool, but I also think playing by yourself against orgs or like a side by orgs is also a really cool experience that I've already had a chance to interact with. Yeah. And it's so much fun. Um, You're kind of like a mercenary, right? Like you just yeah. pick your side in the moment. Yeah. I pick my side in the moment. Sometimes I fight people. Sometimes I help them, you know, and that's what I feel like star Citizen's all about is making decisions. Um, yeah. you know, it's like, I mean, it's like a, a real time RPG, but the NPCs are other players you know yeah it's like that's really cool to me um and so i i think that's uh i think that's a great question we've elaborated or i guess alluded or speculated is the right word actually third one's a charm uh on what in game could look like in star citizen but what it actually is who knows man who knows base building maybe raiding vandal systems maybe we don't really know i think if i had to ask him one question is and he had to answer honestly. 
because I would love to hear this. I know what his answer is going to be, but I would love to hear him talk about this. Is do you uh, think the time and money invested in Squadron 42 is has been worth it or will be worth it? I would love to hear what his thoughts on that are. I think he'd say yes, by the way. Mm. I think he would say yes. Um Oh, here's why I think I would ask him. Do you if you could go back in time, do you think it would be more beneficial to put all your time and resource into Star Citizen instead? Instead of Squadron 42. Like yeah, don't ever even make made, it. Well, he could, but he can make it after he finishes sure. Star Citizen. Sure. Sure. But it, Squadron it made 42, all the money. I mean, yeah. Uh, Squadron 42 is Chris's baby. I, I think that people are right. He loves Squadron 42 more than he loves Star Citizen. He likes directing, I think, as well. You know, like movie. he did the movie directing thing, and he basically gets to do that in this. And yeah. Okay, guys, we're gonna take we're gonna take one more question. But while you guys are are thinking of questions, uh, Mike, why why is Mike so much more handsome and smart and cool than Burks? And why why can't Chad go prime sub to him instead? That's a great question, uh, Mike. I'm I'm gonna hand this one off to you. Why, I have no idea. That's why is he lying? <laughs> <laughs> like what? bald mike why are you lying okay clearly you're the better content creator here we're gonna answer one uh, more question guys one more question ooh, but while they're asking questions let's we could talk a little bit about twitch news the the whole sub thing oh real yeah quick. oh yeah dude i i hit it for august three i have three seventy three eighty let's go uh, sub count dude because i haven't even checked if I hit it, but well, yeah, I did. You don't even have to, probably. Yeah. Yeah. The so they decided to change uh, tier one subs to counting as one point towards the three fifty tier two subs counting as two points, and tier three subs counting as three point or uh, six points. And you know, I just kind of told my viewers, it was like, hey, if you were thinking about gifting subs this month, like just consider, uh, you know, and this was at the end of August, just consider just switching to a tier three, because I'm this close. Right, I was forty subs away, before forty sub points, I guess, away before the end, two days before the end of the month. I'm now thirty points over that. Dude, <laughs> right, that's so awesome. people went, and and it just from uh, my chat trolls me a lot. My chat makes a lot of fun of me, uh, and it does feel like sometimes that they like they don't care about you, they don't like you, they're not here to watch you because of our our uh, interactions with each other. But it was it was such a wholesome, such a great feeling to be like, hey, I'm really close to getting this like raise from Twitch. If you guys like really want to help out, this is the way to go about it. And they came out in droves and it was such a good feeling, such a good feeling. And now it's September and, you know, you can uh, get discounts. So Burks, I know you're a month away. I'm two months away, so you know, getting the three month sub, getting a six month sub, if you know you're going to be watching us for a while, is is such a big deal, and uh, you can get huge discounts on that. I think thirty percent, and then at the end of the month, if you want to do the gifted sub thing, apparently they're really deeply discounted. That's awesome. So if you guys aren't fully aware of the situation, essentially, yeah. Twitch said, "Hey, we're going to give everyone a seventy thirty split. If you don't know, it's fifty fifty, which is a huge cut. They're taking half of what mm -hmm. we make on Twitch." They said, we're going to give you 70, 30, you get 70, we get 30. If you can get to 350 paid subs, 
So we're scrambling. I was at 290, right? They said if you can get to uh, it yeah, by no, July. Like 301. We were like at the same number. Yeah. And so we somehow, in, in July, I was like, guys, if you love the stream, let's push for it. Uh, in at the end of July, I was at 368, I think. I just checked, dude, without the extra points. So if you guys don't know, tier one you counts did it for one point. The points. I did it without the points, unbelievably. Tier one counts for one it. point. Tier two counts for two points. Tier three counts for six points, right? So huge difference. Um, I am currently sitting at 390 without the points. Nice. Which is That's fucking insane. insane. That's insane, guys. So if you guys support the channel, if you're a sub in the channel, fucking thank you. I appreciate y'all. So, dude, Mike, I hope you can make it two more months. I I, I think with this change, you're, you're going to do it. I'm confident I'm you're going to do it, too. I because got one more what? month, boys. Guess what? I would have been one month because guess how many points I had. I guess how many points away I was at the end of July. Twelve fucking points, dude. All I had to do was say... We were, the, you know, if they I made told that decision, you, bro. <laughs> I know, but I didn't want to push then. I know, I know, dude. Because I didn't, you know, because it, I was 50 points away. And I was just like, I don't know how I, I can push this. And once they realized how easy it was to get me there, they did it. And even though some of them knew that I was there, they still tier three subbed. It was, mm -hmm. it was sick. That's so awesome, dude. Yeah. Um, so it's, it's a... Basically, guys, once you hit it, you're locked in for a whole year is how yeah. it works. You're locked in for a whole year. From the day you hit it. And if you, let's say you hit when the 12 months ends, basically, you just have to be at 350 still and you're good to go. Mm -hmm. But let's say in January, check this out. This is the coolest part of it. In January, let's say in January, my subs drop. I get below 350. If I qualify in February, March, and May, I'm automatically re-upped re for a whole nother year. Is yeah. how it works. Kind of crazy. Uh, it almost sounds beneficial to you know lose subs at some off. point. Yeah, <laughs> but it's kind of cool. So you just have to be at 350 when it renews, um, and you you still keep, get to keep on balling. So they they've been pretty lenient with this. Adding the tier two and three is is a big win in my opinion, for sure. Yeah. So thank you guys for your support. Really appreciate it. Um, I haven't seen. Um, Okay, we're going to end on this question. And uh, okay. Dairaman, dude, you've had some great questions. So shout out to you. So if you could eliminate three future features from the current plans of Star Citizen, what would it be? I guess the speed of development is kind of the point. What are mm -hmm. three features you would remove from the current plans? Oh, um... I can name one. Can we come up with three together? I can sure. name one. Go. 125 systems. I don't think we need sure. them. Sure. No. I don't think we need them. For sure. Um, I think that five... Part of me wants... Mm -hmm. Part of me wants to say quantum, but I'm going to say subsumption. The, like, the need for every NPC to be living a life... Yes. Completely so agree fucking ridiculous it's completely agree completely i don't agree. need that i want to randomly run into npcs i want them to say help help i need help i'm being raided by pirates yes. come board my ship and help me clear them off i want that starfield the experience we have in starfield, starfield if you bring that to star citizen as but far guess, as npcs go we're good guess what guys when you leave an, an encounter in starfield those npcs disappear forever 
And guess yeah. what? In Star Citizen, that wasn't the plan. But we don't need that, man. I don't no. need I don't need to run into a miner that is, you know, he's a good guy, he but he's got trouble at home. He's got three kids, but his <laughs> wives are fighting. You know, him him and his wife are having fights and they're on the brink of divorce. And if you steal his cargo, it's done for them. Like I don't well, actually that kind of sounds, sounds cool. Sick. That actually kind of sounds cool. But, but I you don't, can do that. That could do be that with, an option. Mm-hmm. I don't need a a random option that that appears. Yeah, I don't need to run into that guy, you know, a year from now, and he's the CEO of his mining company now, and and he's like, thank you so much. (laughs) Like, you know, I'm so happy you got me out of out of out of that bad relationship, dude. You're the now. This sounds like a quest line. That kind of sounds sick, honestly. Yeah, and then he gives you fifty percent of the company. It can be fake, and you're just yeah. That can be faked, but we just talk about it. It doesn't need to be living and breathing, okay, I don't think. So that's two. One more. Okay, so Quanta. We want an economy system, but not, not Quanta in its current state, right? Um, well, no, I guess subsumption. So the idea of subsumption is like the NPCs that, you, that, that we experience in the game. Quanta is like this behind-the-scenes thing. Uh, mm. I think that that's probably a system. I, I, I oh, want to leave it in. Because I want to see how it plays out. Does that make sense? Like, it is so different and unique to any other, like, game system I've seen in the game. I just want to see how a simulation would play out. Although okay. this happens in other games, I know I just haven't played them. Like, X4 or things like that. I'm aware. I think I have my third answer. You Feel free to pick a different one. I think sure. I have my, th- my third answer. AI Blades. AI blades, I think if they don't implement them right, could ruin the game. Really. If they're not implemented well, yeah, it could yeah. be really bad. If the if the downsides aren't there, like that if, if you got guys running in Idris by themselves all the time, you know. Let it'll me be put cringe. it this way. I think that it would be cool if with if AI blades took up a large chunk of your capacitor because yeah. like processing power or whatever, however you want to swing it, and your weapons were slower, and your shields mm-hmm. recharged slower. But they can do it for you, you know? I mean, so, we're seeing that. You see the mastermost changes with the true. gimbals. We can talk a bit about that. That's you true. know, there's some there's something there. Yeah, I'd, I don't think soloing capital ships is something I want to ever see in game unless you're a sweaty no life playing 80 hours a week. Like I think yeah. that you really have to work for a soloed capital ship. Um yeah. I don't think that's something that I necessarily I want capital ships to be a group activity, you know? And I yeah. want the strongest thing in game to be you getting into a ship with your friends. Uh, I think I think that's cool. So anything else? Not on that, but I'm going to type to you something to see if you're comfortable asking them this. Oh, God. Okay. okay. All right, Chad. I'm looking at the message. Uh, I, I can't spell. There we go. Um... Yo, Mike, are you fucking kidding? Bro, why would you bring that up, dude? That's super dis... <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I, um... I don't want to throw a podcast idea without talking to you first, you know? Because it's, it's kidding, our, guys. you know? Um, but I, I had it the other day, and I was like, we can end on, like, they're all here. We can see yeah, yeah, if they yeah, would sure. like it. They, they, he just wants to ask about a future podcast idea. I'm, I'm cool with that. Uh, yeah, okay. this one. So, because we're okay, I just think it's perfectly set up for this. Me and Burks are sitting here. There's this TV that we, you know, have our logo on usually or the other guest, but we can put 
if you you guys ever watch tier list content, so the tier list behind us, we could talk about because you know we that don't always have, have a to guest. be the whole topic though, right? We could talk about something and make a tier list about it, right? Why not? Yeah, right. Because it's just the TVs behind you. You can put the thing on the tier list, and and you know it's visually appealing as well. And we could talk, you know, f our favorite fast foods, our our favorite soda, or whatever. You know, it could just be all random things. It could be anything. So it's like kind of when you know when things aren't going, you know, popping off. There isn't some cool topic to talk about. We can do a tier list for something interesting that week. And I was thinking like, because we can't always have a guest every week. It's not you know, incredibly easy to organize, you know, people's yeah. time and things like that. And I was like, that might be a good idea. And I was kind of curious what people would think about it. This is a special episode, guys, but this typically isn't a star system podcast, right? No. It's hard not to talk about it this week, though. But yeah. I think tier lists are cool. I also think um, something that we haven't done yet is uh, talk about like, I think it's really fun to talk about like situations. Like if there's like a really Ooh. good, like, am I the asshole? You know, just as like a okay. side topic, guys, not like a main topic. But and just we can because I think it's cool because we get to like get to know each other better. And because yep. of that, our viewers get to know us better, too. And yep. so, you know, what would Mike do in this situation where his grandma killed his cat? But uh, it was an accident. I don't know. You know, I'm just making yeah. something up. But sure. I, I think those, those are fun to talk about in dialogue with chat, especially if it was live. But I don't mm -hmm. know. How, how did you like the live podcast? It's cool. Yeah, it's different. I, I liked it. But I mean, you know, I've, I've we've obviously done them before and I, I run one every week and it's it's an interesting dynamic. I don't read the chat because I then I feel like I'm streaming and it's like gets distracting or whatever because I want to respond to everything everybody says. And uh, Dude, so I I'll just try one, to avoid it. I'll name one worse for you. I forgot to turn off notifications. So every time I someone's follow, I saw you follow, reaching for something. I saw you reaching to turn something off. Every, so that's what that was. Every time someone's followed, every time someone's donated bits, I've been hearing it in my ears, even yep. though I don't have the overlay here. I have my OBS on my second computer open, so I've been hearing all of it. And sometimes <laughs> it's been in the middle of me talking, and I I like stumble on my words, and I'm like, oh no, here we go. <laughs> but um yeah yeah we I, like threw this together because this was a like, thrown together starfield, we typically, mm -hmm. starfield release for me 8 p.m eastern was when on a thursday night is when we record the podcast so we had spoken yeah. prior to this it was like burks is going to be playing it early and and going through that time i'm going to be wanting to play at that time was what i initially thought so it was like we're not going to be doing this and and then uh, oh yeah they're all gifting and, and donating right now for sure yeah uh, so yeah we thought that we would try try it live and see how it goes but again well if we do continue to do it live we'll have to consider days times whatever but for sure for sure but yeah, yeah this was really fun I can just still see, hear this in my ears it's throwing me off so <laughs> yeah. much. But, you know how I have the channel point sounds or whatever, uh, th and they go off sometimes? That's what they would have done to me for sure if they were 100%, playing. 100%. 100%, <laughs> dude. Um, but yeah, I think we're wrapping up here. Guys. For sure. I think final thoughts, scale of 1 to 10, what would you give Starfield? For my first 15 or so hours, 8.5. I'm giving it currently an 8 to 8.5, depending on what I'm doing. I think mm -hmm. it has the potential to be a nine if the storyline, the main storyline gets really good, uh, but yep. I'm not there yet. Right. Okay. Um, it could even go down to a, a 7.5. 
right? Did I'm just you ever not down answer? There. Are you, will you be playing it a week from now on stream? Will I be playing a week from now on stream? Mm, maybe. Yeah, it depends on what's happening in Star Citizen because exactly. at the, at the end of the maybe. day, yeah, it's a long game. It's a big time investment. And other people want to say, I think it's really fun to stream. I think people are enjoying watching it just because there's so many interesting and different things you can do in the game. Um, yeah, I know the game's I not for the, everyone. There, there's just so many crazy things that can happen. I saw, I, I saw a spoiler-ish thing from just like a random side thing that can happen on Twitter, and it is so funny. Like, there's just so many little things in the game, you know? I, I just, it's great. Mm. It's great. Okay, very like, cool. The, the scenario you just gave about the miner before, I had that in Starfield today. Really? A husband and wife yelling at each other, arguing about where something was, and they were asking me for directions on where to go. And I gave them the directions. And then the husband goes, see, I told you I was right. And then the wife gets all mad. And then they just, they jump away. And I was mm. like, this is, this is ridiculous. Yeah. I'm really liking it. Maybe guys, I'm biased. I, I see a lot of people are giving lower ratings. Maybe I'm biased towards space games. I'm really enjoying it. Like genuinely. I, I know I'm sponsored by Bethesda, but nothing in my contract said I couldn't speak they literally say, give your honest opinion about it. Um, yep. And so if I wasn't enjoying it, I would tell you guys straight up. Um, I, I'm really enjoying the game. Maybe, again, I'm biased. Maybe I just... I, and, I'm not sponsored, and I'm the most negative person on the planet, and I gave it an 8.5. Yeah. Right? So so I, I don't know what it is about it, but I'm really enjoying it. Um, the experience, yep. the vibes. I do think some stuff could be better, but sure. I'm really liking it. But... Anyways, Mike, it was a lot of fun, dude. Good conversation. Guys, thank you guys so much for watching our first live podcast. Really fun to like answer questions live. Um, I mean, obviously, we, we didn't make the game, so we don't have super deep insight, but uh, I like having you guys here. It's a lot of fun. So uh, also, thank you guys. Uh, before, before we go huh. midweek, um, this is what I'm hoping for is midweek. Uh, this and all of the other podcasts will be up on like Apple and Spotify and things like that. I, I, I'm still figuring out like the the easiest way to just kind of do it and get it out there as simply. And I, I think I finally just figured it out. Yeah. Uh, like if you saw me typing, I was like, wait, and, and I just like came to me. So it should be by midweek. We should have everything up so you cool. guys can listen to this. So thank you everybody. Cause we hit a thousand subs. We're at 1200 now. Yeah. It's been, it's been really doing well. And uh, we, we just, I really appreciate you guys. Yeah. And this has been, uh, one of the not scariest, but it's we're out of our element or it like is. different different thing than we've done, and we didn't know how it was going to go. <clears throat> and you guys seem to like it, so this is awesome. Yeah, it's really <laughs> that's awesome. All I have it, to say, we're not making a lot of money off this, guys. This isn't like a very profitable idea for us. We're just having fun well, with it. So we've thank made you guys. zero dollars yeah, up we, to this point. <laughs> I mean, know, I've actually we, made negative dollars because I've been paying for a. Uh, like a editing subscription thing for it like cuts together the camera i canceled it but i'm negative right now is what i'm trying to say yeah. so we're doing this because we love you guys we uh we're trying something new and it's been a lot of fun so thank you guys yeah. so much for joining we'll see you guys in the next episode until then this is desync podcast signing off